Zillman Fusion. Beginning in five, four, three, two, one. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? It's Geek Stuff, TNG. Who? The longest-running geek-related podcast out there, Geek Stuff, TNG. Allegedly. Allegedly. But uh, also, really. Who the hell are you? I'm Peter, by the way. Doctor Strange. Oh, you're using your made-up names. Um, I'm Spider-Man, then. I am the Senate. I am the Sandwich. I can handle things! I'm smart! Not like everybody says! They don't know what it's like running a sandwich shop. You know, it takes a village to run uh, the sandwich shop. Look at that. He's making me cry. I'm rude. I am Batman. I am West Coast Scott. Great Scott. Oh, actually, he's the boss. I just pay for everything and design everything and make everyone look cooler. I am Big Kev. Who the hell knows why talent does what they do? That's why they're talent. Me and Scott. Yeah. yeah, the real talent on the show. Oh boy, as I like to say you're gonna need a bigger potion. I have a very long history with those characters. Scott will remember this, but Sandwich won't because he was four. I understood that reference. I am Optimus Prime. Why did you say that name? Punch it. You're a rich girl, and you're gone too far, cause you know it don't matter anyway. You can rely on the old man's money. You can rely on the old man's money. It's a bitch, girl, but it's gone too far. Cause you know it don't matter anyway. Say money, money won't get you too far, get you too far. Can somebody tell me what kind of a world we live in when Hall and Oates are suing each other? How? How can they even do that? Well... I don't know. I heard something about a restraining order. Restraining too. order. Yeah. I mean, so it, it, it seems what as though. Hell? Wait. Now, which one's which, right? Like, Hall is the light haired one, right? Oats yeah. is the other. I'm coming back later for you, Oats. I'm not coming back for Oats. Um, so I saw. I, it, Hall seems to be a little testy about the relationship. I saw him on an interview and somebody called Oats like his partner. And he goes, He's not my partner. We're not married. And he goes, well, you're collaborator? And he goes, no, we don't collaborate. Like, it's like he writes his songs, Oates writes his songs, and then they just sing them together. Like, he just seemed really, like, pissy about it. Uh, it was just very odd. And so it seems like the restraining order is to stop Oates from selling his half of the Hall & Oates business, apparently. Oh. What, what, what are they going to get, like, $20? Is he upset about it? Dude. He's these duos never make it ever there's never a duo that you met that like to the end of their days they're like yeah we're cool none abbott and costello laurel and hardy hall and oats i mean hall and oats been active for fucking half a century 7d is when they started being active apparently if you believe (laughs) wikipedia so fifty three years of being friends. That's a, hey, listen, that, that's a good that's a good partnership. You had a good run. You had a good run. That's a great run. 
I wonder uh, if Sandwich and I will be friends in 50 years. You'll be a box that I hand to my friend and say, hold this. Wow. It's oh, wait, my best friend. wait, it's the dead Kev sound effect. I love that that's become a thing. Do I need to put oh, that yeah. as, a, as a hot it, button? You, you traumatized me with that, Kev. I think about it actually all the fucking time. Especially with know. the last picture I sent you of the unit. Yeah, seriously. I don't even know. It's definitely not. We definitely gotta talk about it, but it's it's a it's a personal story of me and Kev that is a very important box that's no longer Oh uh, we don't have to talk about that. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Anyways, so we have a show to do. It's wait, been wait, a spe- hot minute. Speaking of boxes, speaking of boxes, so Kev, do you plan to be uh-huh. cremated? What? Do you plan to be cremated when the time comes? I don't I don't know. I haven't I haven't I haven't given much thought to the topic. Mm. I was just thinking of, you know, a Patreon tier where you get like a little baggie of Kev at some point Ooh. in the future. So, it, you know, again, because if, if you want to support the show, you know, for a dollar a month, you get access to the show's private Discord. For $3 a month, you get uh, the early bird special. So as soon as we're done recording the shows, they, they go out. And a baggie of Kev Ashes. <laughs> and a bag of Kev, of Kev Ashes. Uh, $5 a month is the bonus round, right? That is the vintage episodes of big kev's geek stuff as well also as you get shows. all the previous things so you'll also get a bag of a, kev ash a bag of kev ash and uh yeah and then for ten dollars a month you get to watch the show live and direct which we are now back live and direct on the instagram lives because kev is back at home base on a beautiful on his side of the planet on his side of the planet <laughs> anyway just I'm just sure. a thought you know we're always always looking for ways to uh raise money and and not to have promote the patreon everyone over a dollar gets a bag of kev ash is it is it legal to mail uh, human remains to? to you would have to hand deliver it. Oh, okay. That's true. I don't know. I don't think you can deliver. I don't think you can airmail ash. People ash. Why? I think it's like technically moving like parts. Can you? Have you cremated? That's an interesting topic. Cremated remains may only be shipped using Priority Mail Express, and so it's expensive to mail you. <laughs> priority Mail, man. You know what? The week, okay, so at the at the New York, it's got to be the five dollar tier at least. At least at the New York Comic Con, following Kev's untimely passing, <laughs> it could be like it could be like Ash Wednesday. It'll be Kev Wednesday, Kev Saturday. You know, and you do it just a little. A little, a little, uh, dip it in the jar. A little, a little K on their head out of, uh, out of Kevash. What do you think? All right, all right. We'll, we'll, we'll throw that idea out. We're, you know, I think we need to flush that idea out. We'll put that on the side and we'll talk about that. That's like a 2024 kind of idea. Wow. Not that we're going to need it that soon, but we'll just kind of get it in there. Uh, all right. So let's, uh, let's see what else. If you want to, if you have a comment, I was about... hoping we would go on YouTube by 2024. <laughs> Not be discussing how we're going to denigrate my remains. <laughs> remains to be seen. If you would like to participate in the show by calling the GVM line. 201-730-2547. You may hear yourself on a future episode of Geek Stuff TNG. You can also send us an email. At geekstufftng at gmail.com. Right. Speaking of which, um, a uh, little sidebar for West Coast Scott. There is the possibility, I haven't heard yet. There's a possibility that we may hear from that you and I may have to record a segment off offline with the bad mother Canucker. Ooh, why? Oh, does, does why would 
uh, the sandwich not be involved in that? Well, because this it will. Well, I'm not saying he can't be involved in it. It will just be late. Oh, it'll be a, it'll be yeah, a different time. Okay, you know, all right. Yes, there's a curfew, and he has to go to bed when his parents tell him. And yeah. so it's it, funny. There's, there's, there was actually big wrestling stuff this past weekend. So yeah, that's, that's what why. I was say. That's why. That's why we're bringing in the bad mother Canucker to uh, to help us sort that out. Yeah, this past pay per view was intense. Very intense. All right, and so, Monday Night Raw apparently yeah. very intense. Yeah. All right. So let's I'm, let's save all the wrestling talk for the bad mother. I'm possibly going to WrestleMania this year. Um, with some friends, so I've been getting into it again. Nice. Are you going to go in full, uh, Mick Foley cosplay? Foley, uh, no, not you yet. had better. Not yet. I just I don't have the. I need to find a a flannel that I don't mind cutting the sleeves off of. You just need a cactus know. jack T-shirt and yeah. go like this. <laughs> Wrap your wrists. That'll be the other thing too. I'll figure it out. I'll definitely do it. I'll see if I can get a pic- if I can get a picture with him there. That'll be even better if he shows up there. Brown sweatpants. There you go. Cactus Jack T-shirt, wrist wrapped. Do like that. <laughs> he 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 would think that was the funniest thing in the world. Okay. I can say this because Mick Foley, friend of this program. Do you know Mr. Big Kev? He's a big friend of mine. He absolutely knows me. A hundred percent. There you go. And what are his... Remember, weren't you supposed to do all three characters through the course of a day, right? You're supposed to do Cactus well, that's, Jack. That's that, was, that, that Survivor Series. Was that Survivor Series or King that's of the Royal Rumble? Rumble? That's Royal Rumble. Was it Royal Rumble? Where yeah, because each, each, each of his characters? people had, ent- had entries... In yeah. the Royal Rumble, so you would get eliminated, run to the back, change, and come back out as the next guy. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like Dude Love was last, but I, I think Dude Love was last. I think he started as Mankind, yeah. came back as Cactus Jack, and that was Dude Love at the end. Or, or maybe it was Dude Love was second, and Cactus Jack was. I don't remember. Anyway, yeah. are we are we going to do wrestling now for the whole time? No. Let's no, just no. say this: the controversial CM Punk returned to WWE. Yes. Yes. A man who said hell would freeze over before he ever worked for the WWE again. And, and so he not only did he turn up, but when he turned up on Raw the next night, he said, I guess hell froze over. Yeah. I don't know a thing about CM Punk. Nothing. Zero. I stopped watching, I think, before he was a thing. Did he you, was. Did so you know when he... I saw this, yeah. And everybody is talking about this shit. Yes. Do you know, like, WWE Raw or whatever, hashtag WWE Raw or something was, like, the the number one trending thing in the world last yeah. night and, yeah. and all this shit? I, I reached out immediately to the bad mother Canucker because only he will be able to explain to me and our audience what all this means. Yeah. So, Hopefully we'll get that done before the next show. Now, were you aware that CM Punk was present when I got engaged to my now lovely wife? He was there. He was there. I have a picture with CM Punk and the cast of the Nerdist podcast where we got engaged, including CM huh. Punk. I will I will share it for the Patreons. How about that? There you go. There you go. I'll find the Ooh. picture and I will share it. 
He was present. He had just told a story about running a marathon, and then they went to the Q&A portion, and then instead of asking a question, I got engaged in front of, you know, give or take a thousand people at the Balboa Theater in San Diego. At com- during Comic-Con. Rocky Balboa! That's right. Dressed as uh, Doctor Who. Anyway, let's... Uh, do you guys want to talk about uh, Black Friday, and uh, did you guys have a good Thanksgiving? Kev, what did you do for Thanksgiving? Did you I eat, worked. like, a, a tiny Cornish game hen by yourself in, in, in your house there? No, work. Poor Kev. Yeah, hey, you know, look, the work doesn't stop just because we eat turkey. I also can't imagine the price of turkey in Hawaii. This is can't true. imagine that shit. I actually, I, I actually, I wasn't going to do any of the Thanksgiving food. <laughs> One of my housemates went over to a different island to be with her family, and the other housemate was going to be here, so I... In between my in between my uh, clients and things, I ran to like every supermarket and the Costco uh, to see if I could scrounge up a Thanksgiving meal, and I did. And I got home and I cooked it all, and it all turned out really great. So yeah, and we had leftovers. We're still eating leftovers. So <laughs> like a true Thanksgiving. Yeah, but I worked first. Yes, you know, like a lot. <laughs> it was a long day. And I heard and I heard Mama Sandwich made some uh, homemade mac and cheese. Yeah, I was in Philly. I saw my mother and my sisters. So my mother has never made homemade mac and cheese. Like she might have done like once before recently. And she introed it to the family at uh the Thanksgiving dinner. Never good. Holy shit, that thing was amazing. That is a risky oh. move. Risky move yeah, to a risky debut move, a new man. a new recipe at No, I know, I know. If, if I, I had a new recipe really and good. I was living on the East Coast, I would test it out on sandwich. I know. I would do it too. <laughs> I'd bring the girlfriend, we'd make a day of it. Kev's making something new. We have to try it. Kev's making something new. It has parrot in it. So <laughs> it's exotic. Oh, we'll make sure there's chicken tenders for you. Uh, um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's then, like chicken tenders, but not chicken. On the next episode <laughs> of Big Kev Eats Stuff, parrot tenders. Went out to Philly, saw my, my mother, my sister, her boyfriend, and my other sister, and everyone. So it was nice. Mm. Nice to see the family. What you got? Really, really I, where I, wish I, I wish I had gone to. I wish I had flown over to California and, and just hung out with Scott. You know, I'll tell you, I the, mean, the, not, the food not was for, not for not for Scott. Not for, not for me. Saying, no, the whole family was, was there at at uh, at uh, G Mom's house, and we had a beautiful Thanksgiving dinner, and the turkey was fabulous. My cornbread dressing that I made was awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah, really yeah. Good. How was the cornbread? What's cornbread dressing? <laughs> what is cornbread dressing? Yes. Well, you know, young man, in my cornbread, family, cornbread stuffing. No, it is not stuffing. Oh, okay. Stuffing is cooked in the bird. Dressing is cooked in a casserole dish outside yes, of the bird. Thank you. Oh, okay. So that, no, that you're that's... really just trying to confuse him at this point. Well, no, if you no. Say so cornbread stuffing, he'll know exactly what you mean. Well, so when Nobody we make, sells it as dressing, Scott, when stop we being make a, stop being a, a food snob. When we make stuffing, we actually make stove it like top does not make dressing, Scott. Ugh. They make stuffing. You would be banned from my house forever with stovetop stuffing. Oh, that's awful. So you oh. take some. You I take, just want to know how the pasta salad was. That's it. Uh, I don't. I don't like pasta salad, so I didn't eat any of that. Wow. But there was wow. a giant bowl of it that was made by someone in, in my household. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. 
It's weird that Kev knows details about my Thanksgiving that I didn't tell him. Isn't is that odd? That's oh, yeah. weird, right? I saw all the food. So take that. <laughs> Uh, so okay, so that, that's Thanksgiving. Uh, what about uh, Black Friday? Any any deals? Anything is anybody really, had to buy? Is it really Black Friday or is it really just Shopping Weekend? We got to come up with a better name for this. It's it was shit just deal this year. It's a Black Friday and Cyber Monday and Super Sale Saturday and Sunday Sale Extravaganza. I mean, it's there's got to be a better you know like super shopping weekend or some shit i don't know did i get any deals is that was that the question i mean yeah yes. well first do you know who you're talking to yeah kev was ready so let's let's hear all of the fabulous deals that kev got over over actually, actually how many packages are going to the unit from from black friday to cyber monday i bought okay it, this will tie into segment two i bought a a one i bought a mythic legions horse there's a okay. huge Mythic Legions sale yes. going on at, at Big Bad Toy Store. I bought a horse. One. Did you two. get the um, the fuck was it? The bear? No, no, that's a pre-order, and and that's like I literally think there's like two more months before that pre-order ends. So no, I didn't order the bear. No, this was a this was a previous wave. They had just the horse. Mm-hmm. And I'll tie my reasons in for getting that horse in segment two when we talk about uh, the amazing Legions Con. Yes. Um, um, I bought I bought that. I'm trying to think if I bought any anything else like Black Friday. I'll make my contribution easy. I didn't buy shit because I didn't like any deals. I mean, there was a bunch of deals, but I don't know. I don't remember. I know I bought some things like that were Black Friday deals, but honestly, I don't remember specifics. I I, I did receive gifts, though. You did? Yes. You give yeah. gifts on Thanksgiving in your family? That's weird. No, my friends got me gifts for my birthday that they missed. I think it's uh, pronounced GIFs. They, they waited for the Black Friday sales to buy you birthday presents? That's kind of, genius. yeah. They got me moonshine. Moonshine. Is it, is it apple pie moonshine? Uh, no, this is uh banana pudding moonshine. Banana pudding. They also got me moonshine pickles uh that they did not refrigerate. <laughs> so I tried one as one does, and it was the most disgusting thing I've ever eaten in my entire life. Yeah, that doesn't sound that great. Moonshine it's, pickles. It's better cold, I imagine. <laughs> Wait, yeah, or not. But it was a, it was a pickle that you took a bite of, not like a drink, right? And, uh, yeah, it's basically yeah, it's a pickle jar. With that they use moonshine for it, and it would be like pickle then shine and then pickle then shine, just like fighting for room in your mouth. Do they not know that you're a dice addict? They could have just bought you dice and they'd be off the hook. I I, I got them dice that I, I gave to them. Have you have you seen the aftermarket uh the D and D dice uh popcorn bucket? I feel like no. I paid thirty five dollars for it. When I went and the got it full of popcorn, one that we talked about like four months ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, they're they're selling it like aftermarket for like sixty, seventy dollars. Like oh, there's I a store, them. there's a store selling it, like a like an like a an Instagram store selling them. Oh, interesting. I'm like thirty five bucks was expensive, and that came with popcorn. This is just the thing for sixty bucks. Well, I mean, if you really want one, did you get one for sandwich? He clearly said he did not want one. I offered. He, he said no. Lied. 
He I don't want one. He definitely wants what one. What the hell am I going to do with that fucking thing? You're just going to put it there with the right... Oh! This is my turn now. Hey, Sandwich! Yeah. Why don't you tell the audience what you told me the other day that you needed to pick up? A bin? And why do you need a bin? For toys? Why do you need a bin for toys? Because my room is too small. Are you saying that you need to start binning your toy sandwich? Yes. Oh. Yeah, one versus 30,000. Yes. That's, there you go. That sounds like a slippery slope to me, sir. And so it begins. Well, well see, here's the thing. So uh, when I have a home on the same hemisphere that I live in, and my storage unit's in that same space, too, I can display my things. I don't have to talk about display for the 27 years I've been alive on this planet. I'll just have a display. And that's when the yeah, behind the music... Yeah, always... Wait, Do you... That... That's just, what... just notice once you, when you attack the delusion, how he lashes out at you. Oh, absolutely! I do you know see what it. I, mean? I see him lashing out. That's when oh behind my. the music, behind the music goes oh, to black and white. This was the first of many, <laughs> the first of many bins that Sandwich would purchase. This was so the first time the first. that the addiction came to light. Yeah, and that's and this is and you mark this, Scott, because when he's up to like you know when he's up to like five or six bins, I'm gonna be like, hey, Sandwich, remember when you got the first bin? Well, we do. We've <laughs> pulled the clip. Well, Kev, hate to tell this to you. I already have two bins upstairs. See? <laughs> See? Told me it was his first bin. But now these, they were improperly packed, you know. I didn't really go through it. Hey, they the better right be properly packed. I taught you to do it appropriately. This is before we really were working on the packing skills. I'm just saying. You can repack yeah. them is what I'm I'll saying. even monologue to myself. <laughs> Hate this. I'm not monologuing Love myself. This. You're standing there. <laughs> if I'm not even there, if you're in the unit about 20 yards away from me, you'll be in there by yourself. Hate this. Love this. Because I think you're standing there listening. I'm trying to teach you. <laughs> that's that's the education of young sandwich. You know what else I told him, Scott? What's Nothing that? is in those bins idly. So if you pull something out of there and it's like, this doesn't even seem like a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. That was a big lesson that he had to learn because, you know, in my concern about the fact that, uh, you know, uh, I'll get hit by a bus one day and he'll be in charge of my storage unit. I have to make sure that he knows that he just doesn't like give it all to toy Mike. Right. Oh, wait, when what happens? <laughs> if something were to happen to me I, I, i'm gonna have to make that a hot button now because i'm gonna have to have it ready for any mention of right we're just all we're just doing is inviting the event in can i say can i can i we're, are we manifesting in, it into the world like the secret yeah, we're manifesting in, in lieu of right. my dice addiction can i show something i procured at a convention i went to well do we want to yes. talk conventions let's do that in the first segment let's do it do you want to do that? We do that now. We're no, we're now. not doing. We're not doing. We're doing Legion Con in segment two. We're definitely not doing that in segment one. Okay, so let's let's do Huracan so, in segment one. Okay. So, I, I, the sandwich finally made the long, arduous, fucking horrible trip into Long Island to go to Huracan. So, like, uh, uh, that's that's super fan Dave Donovan. Super fan Dave Donovan. Very cute, nice uh -huh. little, you know, 
church. It's it's you know what it reminds me of perfectly? It's it's Geek Flea. It's just like Geek Flea. You know, that, which, which was going on at the same time. Like it was the same yeah. day. Yeah, so, man, that's a, that's a that's he a heck of a. Should have made both. I just want to point he that out. He should have. He should have Well, because I had to drive on the Cross Bronx, I hated my life. So once I drive on that, I refuse to drive the rest of the day. If you had gone at six a.m. and got out there when they opened, you could have done Huracan and drove back and still did Geekfully. Any time I spend on the Bronx is always traffic, no matter what. I'm just saying. So. Went out to Huracan. I actually got a couple things at Huracan. Um, we, we got some nice photos from Huracan of the sandwich and superfan Dave Donovan. Who's a so really did nice you see guy. superfan Sergey? No, I said superfan Dave Donovan. I'm asking so, if you saw superfan Sergey. Oh, was, was he there as well? So, Sergey was in the kitchen. I didn't get to see him. He was working. Oh, okay. Um, but he was definitely there. I heard him. Um, Where's I'm missing some stuff? Hold on. So, hey, did you, hey, while Sandwich is sorting himself out, uh, did you, uh, Scott, did you see the photo of one of our New York Comic Con prize winners finally sent a, uh, some, finally sent a picture in? I did. I did. I'll, I think I'll get that. I'll get that up on the socials. Who? That was a good prize. Do, too. Do you know? Yeah, it was. That's a what is it? A Super Shogun Boba Fett? Yeah, it was one of the one of the Super Seven Shogun Boba Fets. I don't remember which one. I think it was the Empire Strikes Back one, but I, I honestly don't remember. Yeah, it is the Empire Strikes Back one. Um, we didn't get, unfortunately, we didn't get a lot of people didn't send us photos, which I was very upset about. I'm trying to figure out a way how to make that like a thing. Do Do we have you know, this person's like social media where we can tag this person, or should we just? Post no, it? we 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 gave them the opportunity to tag and and you know put, we asked them to post it. We asked them to tag us in it. If they do, they do. They don't they don't we ask them to send a photo to us with the prize you know because we're trying to build our collage of previous prize winners if they do they do they don't they don't it's not a lot we can do i got all my stuff together now okay good all right so hurricane yes hurricane nice little church thing uh, my only my only slight beef my only slight beef when I first got there, I didn't see those tiny signs telling you where to go so i walked around this church for like 5 minutes looking for a way in and trying to rationalize how to help people get inside. But I happened to see another nerd going to the back. So I figured that out pretty quickly. Um, A lot of cool, like, independent comic guys. A lot of cool art. A lot of cool things I got. So I'm going to show off some art first. I know we don't really do art in the show. But I just like these okay. art pieces. Sure we do. We do whatever you find interesting. Some beautiful art I got. Wow. I thought is that, really What awesome. is that, a print? Yeah. Like, no, like, he drew this. No, that's not real. Yeah, it is. Is that a sketch? Yeah, it's a sketch. He sketched that for you right there live? No, he he had it in a book. Okay. But it's not a print. It's an actual sketch. Yeah, I can see the, I can see the like the marks. That's interesting. That's I'd really like to cool. see that up close at some point. And and who is yeah. it from? Was there any was there another one in there like that one? There were a bunch of other like independent ones. So but hold not on, like a bunch that of ones. One. This... Not like this one. This is right. This is great for the people watching coffee? on Instagram Live. Hold on. I this forget is, how much it was. Tell us. Describe it, please. This is a podcast. Oh. People are listening. Oh. They can't so see. It's it's um. Fuck! I just, I just blanked on all the. I just blanked on this shit. So it's where this, this is Green Hornet, right? This is my yes. this, this, this is your Green Hornet. That's um. Lone Ranger, right? And then yes. Tonto. And Tonto, and who's the other guy? This one. Yeah, that's his assistant. I forget his name. It's fucking Kato. Um, Kato. So I mean, yeah. it's a fucking 
Sick piece. That is a banging piece. That is like right up my alley. I know. You know what it was? I was kind of inspired. I'm like, you know, I like this, and I know Kev would like it. Like, holy shit, it looks fucking great. Um, he had some smaller pieces I got too. This is another one I think Kev would like. A little help. Who is one. this artist? I fucking I know his his name is something Travers. I gotta I gotta look. I gotta find it. He wrote it somewhere. Cause he he signed the stuff too. Yeah, so. you gotta find it because we're showing the dude's art. We should at least be giving him credit. Yeah, we want to promote no, that, him. That find, Hellboy. Find yeah, so we got a little Hellboy. Maybe look at Huracan, uh, um, Scott, and see if it lists who the guests were. Boba Fett. Uh huh. Nice. And then I got the suit man. I thought it looked cool. Is that, is that all, all by all the same, same guy? guy? Cute. All by the same guy. Uh, there's also a guy. Uh, his name's on the book because he it's little maze books, little Star Wars maze books. The guy's name is Sean Jackson, and like hey. they're like Where's Waldo? Like sick maze books. Oh, so interesting. All, yeah, so it's like you can find things, and then like he hand drew all this stuff. Wow. So I got a Star Wars one, and I got a Marvel one. Wow. Really nice guy. Talk to him. Uh, good dude. Um, got damage is really sort of uh, extending his purchasing, sort of the things that he purchases. Yes. And then at the end of the show, I talked to Mr. Huracan's son. Good guy. Not a good uh, guy. Not a good guy. Great guy. Won a prize in New York. Did not send us a photo. He put him on his own Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's not sending us a photo, is we it? We can screenshot it. Come yeah, on. we shared it. We shared it. It's fine. So so he while I was us. leaving, he, he extended the hand. We did a little handshake. I noticed there was something uh, in his hand already. So we had talked briefly before, and he is it crack? Me, sort of for me, it is the tiniest bag of dice I've ever seen in my entire life. That's hysterical. You see, it's, it's the size of my thumb, <laughs> not even the tiniest see? set of metal dice I've ever seen in my entire life. And I walked away and I looked at it and I said, God damn it, I fucking love them. See, see what I mean? Tiny dice. Incredibly hard. No, everybody knows sandwich. Everyone <laughs> can see the problem, but you. What is <laughs> what is this? A set of dice for ants? Yes. Um. Also, like Huracan, really nice little show. Like I said, it's like a geek flea. You, you didn't get any toys there? Just art and dice there and There were books? some toys, but it was a lot of art, guys. Oh right. Uh, okay. Of people doing the art and some. It's books more a and... proper comic show than it is. So, than... Yes. Like yes. yeah, yeah. There were some guys doing toys. There's a lot of Star Wars. One guy had a big booth. There was a lot of Star Wars toys. Um, blech. And um, some like Marvel Legends stuff. It was interesting enough, but like nothing really like popped at me. Um, they had a giant TARDIS there, which was cool. I took a picture in front of it with Mister Huracan. Uh, we took. I think we posted the pictures of me with Mister uh, Mister Dave Donovan on the Instagram. I believe the fan yeah, Dave we Donovan. Did. We did yes. for sure. Yes, really nice, really nice show. Great guy, uh, really nice guy. Whole thing was nice, and, that, and they're they're raising money for for like raising money for the church. I gave some right? money to the church. Yeah. You know, I'm a good Catholic boy, so I gave money to the church. There you go. Um, it was nice. Once again, I know I rip on it. My only beef was once again going on the cross Bronx out to Long Island is always hell. 
Um, but beyond that, wonderful experience. Well, isn't that nice? Really happy I went there. And I got these tiny dice. Do we oh, really happy I went there? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Let's see. I mean, he's got some nice work, so. So the, the name on this is Braglia. So maybe it's Braglia? Yeah. Not familiar. Do they have a website or something, Huracan? I'm that looking. I was trying fine. to find it. I can't. I don't find a, a place where I can go look it up. Is it on the Facebook? It might be, but I don't have the Facebook to go look. Well, you know, probably what we can do, I'm sure Superfan Dave Donovan is listening. He can, uh, maybe he could direct us to where we can find that name and then we can give that guy credit next week. Yeah. We, I mean, we should post a couple of, you know, take some pictures of that artwork so we can share it because they're yeah, really nice. Sandwich. But, but yeah, you're right. That, uh, that, uh, Lone Ranger and Green Hornet uh, is a really nice piece. Yeah, there is. Just, yeah, so they have created some sort of relationship between those two characters. I don't exactly remember what the relationship is. They're like related. Yeah, like down the line, somehow or other. I can't remember. John Broglia. He did all the ones that you bought? I remember the guy, yeah. John Broglia, uh, he did all that art that you showed? Yeah, it was all his. Oh, I bought okay. all his booth. All right. Well, I'm just asking because uh, I thought you said it was Travers or something like that. Yeah, I don't know, but I know I got it at his booth. I'm pretty sure it was all him. <laughs> now he's not sure. Well, I, I remember I, Broglia is the name of the guy who did the Green Hornet piece. So, okay. What about the little ones? Some kind of Travers name on this. I'm trying to figure out. Now it's, now it's two artists. Yeah, maybe. Well, there are two guys, but I got at the same booth. Maybe they were sharing a booth. Maybe. I don't know. All right. They, also, so we, I want to talk about because we talked about it on the show. I talked to Mr. Donovan uh, about the spiel. So I had mentioned on the show I was going to go out to Long Island and talk to him about the spiel and how I felt insulted that he would mimic my spiel that I perfected at Comic-Con. Oh. Use it at for Huracan. I remember. And not only did I get out there and, uh, you know, they're doing raffles with tickets and name and phone number, email on the tickets. Uh-huh. You know, not only did you take the entire geek stuff heart and soul and just plaster it all over Long Island. Um, we had a nice discussion about it and we talked it out and there, there's no more beef between me and uh, Mr. Donovan. It's been handled uh, like gentlemen do out in Long Island between one Italian and one vague Italian. Vague. As it should be. But uh, overall, my experience in Long Island was very good. I enjoyed it. Huracan, great little show. I highly recommend it if you're, you know, near Long Island or if you have the time to make it out there. You know, I think it's it's a great little show. Nice people running it. A lot of great artists there. If I had more time and more money, um, I would have gotten more stuff. I, I feel like they do it twice a year though, too, right? This was this was the fall version. I feel like there'll be another one come What's spring. It, there is might it be one is like Huracan, and one is like. I can't remember. Doesn't the other one have another name, or am I wrong about that? I thought it was just Huracan. Boiler Con, or... 
I, think that, I think that's what it started yeah, as when they like needed, they needed yeah. to raise money for the boiler. And then and then after the hurricane happened, so, after so Sandy, they changed on, it to Huracan. Uh, Superfan David Donovan's Instagram page, Huracan, the Benefit Comic Art Convention, will return in 2024 twice. <laughs> well, there you go. So there will be a second date. Yeah, so it's a, it should be twice a year. So uh, you'll get another opportunity. And then, so we didn't get out to Geek Flea, so no empanadas this year. Oh, you know what? No, but, no. Um, okay. Uh, All right, so I figured out the other one. So there's Tom Travers. Okay. And John Broglia. I must have gotten them. They were booths next to each other. That's what happened. Tom Travers and John Broglia. I'm yes. not familiar with either of those guys, but okay. Like those are the, those are either way. Yes. My apologies. No, no worries. Um, I was going to say, uh, shoot, I forgot what I was going to say. What were we talking about right before that? Uh, we were just saying that, uh, oh, that we were seeing if anybody went to Geek Flea. Do we know anybody that made it to Geek Flea to get the empanadas? No, it was empanadas. Oh, Geek Flea. Yeah, no. Uh, no, on that note, one of the Geek Flea guys, Stu Horvath, uh, his book, we should be talking about his book very soon on the show, his D&D book. Incredible. Incredible book. It should be, it should be at the... Uh, it, it should be at the show's post box. So sandwich, you'll have to keep a lookout for that because you'll you'll have to be the one who physically has it uh, when we when we talk about it. And then okay. Stu will come on the show uh, at some point to talk about the book as well. Yeah, I, I'm I'm looking forward to that. That book is amazing. So um, oh, you have one? I have one too. You yes, one. sandwich will have uh, the show's copy. And then I'll be the only one who hasn't seen this book, but I'll, I'll find some stuff online about it. So yeah, yeah it's, it's amazing. <laughs> I'm rolling the tiny uh, dice. If uh, so, just to, to close that out, if you did make it out to geek Flea or had an empanada, give us a call on the GVM line. 201-730-2547. And tell us about your experiences. You might hear yourself on a future episode of geek stuff. TNG. Same like goes for a twice a year event too. Is geek Flea twice a year. I thought it was only once, but I okay. feel like they do a spring and a, and a, and a fall slash winter one too. Yeah. So, they, so what we're saying is we need to get them to coordinate so that they're not on the same day because you can't drive across the Cross Bronx Parkway. Yes, he can. Yes, no, he can. The, no, I am cursed that any time I drive on that fucking road, I lose three hours of my day. All right. So in the spring, so you know, sandwich will get so up early. I don't, I don't and know make what it to the bolt. West Coast version of this, but think of the most congested, traffic-induced stretch of road you've ever seen in your entire life. Perpetually, always traffic, no matter what day, time, weather. Hell, heaven. The 405. Yeah, it's called the 405, and it's not far from me, yeah. It's the 405. Yeah. I have to go on the 405 New York. and get the Huracan. Right. Right. Yeah, spe- yeah I'm going to be, speaking of traffic, I'm going to be going to L.A. for L.A. Comic-Con this coming weekend, so we'll see what's going on out the there. Yeah, formerly, formerly Stan Lee's Kamikaze, but they changed the name. Bought it from him. There you go. It's a good, that's a good, it's a good little con. From LA Comic Con. Hmm. Well, that's the one where uh, yeah, I'm going to go get a picture with all the guys from The Hobbit and say, oh, it's too bad my friend Kev isn't here. You be- you should just hold up a sign. <laughs> that says Kev. Oh, do you have a- send me a cardboard cutout. Can you get me a cardboard cutout by next weekend? I and I'll- if, I could, if I could do that, that would be the funniest photo of all time. But no. But that's something we can plan for the future. Yeah. So, I mean... On the on the photo op, cardboard list. cutout met all of the hobbits. 
that would be funny sign it that would be funny yeah maybe we should maybe we should think about that for all the san diego all the west coast convention things you can that's that's a good one and get people to sign it you know that's not bad just like just get a photo like i had a cardboard cut out you know yeah i like it it's just like yeah so so anyway uh some some good photo ops there right Uh oh did we lose kev looks like we lost kev um but yeah, so on the well, while we're waiting for Kev to rejoin us, um, we at, at New York at LA Comic Con, you've got all the Hobbits, you've got all the, the three main guys from um, Napoleon Dynamite will be there. So some some pretty good. It's LA, right? So you get some good uh, photo ops with some local stars, right? Yeah. Um, but I mean, again, it's a long way away, and we used to go. We would get a, a hotel because I mean, you know, it's better than a two hour drive each way if you're so you're not going to come home and go back so even though i have three day tickets it's likely that i'll only go on sunday unfortunately yeah that's all right i mean it's not a major like you is it big i mean it is it is i mean it's 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 equivalent to like WonderCon. i mean it's it's not san diego big but it is pretty good sized convention okay so, I mean, like, in theory, do you think you need three days? I mean, if if you were going to try to go to panels and yeah. see the floor, then you do, right? If you're just going to try to walk the floor and hit Artist Alley, then you're yeah. fine. But, you know, but if you take a couple hours to go see some panels, then you might not be able to get through the whole floor, right? Yeah. But so, you know, I haven't done a lot of panels lately. Um, and so we've, and we've been kind of cutting it down to one uh to one day the last couple of years i, I mean uh san diego comic-con just went on sale and i got yeah, you know, you got, all, yeah, all five days uh, right and it's yeah. like i know i probably won't i just won't be able to go all five days you know too, too many family and work commitments but i don't want to not have all five days what if something really cool happens on friday and i only got saturday and sunday you know what i mean like i, I just i feel that i've got that fomo really bad so like i make yes. sure that i get i get the I get tickets for every day and then end up not not using them. Although with LA Comic Con, they do kind of an early bird special. So when you buy the weekend pass on the early bird special, it's not that expensive. Yeah. Kev, are you back? Uh yeah. All right. My last skipped the bed. Did we did we lose the Instagram for all that then? No, uh I I stopped it. What episode is this? Seven forty three. Part one, A. I'm going to pause for a second, and then we'll get right. I'm going to put the show on hold, and then we'll get back into it once Kev gets the Instagram. Right. He just wants to go play Fortnite. Yeah, yeah. He comes not back. I don't know if he's going to make it back. So we're, we're, we'll keep moving on. Uh, let's see. What's going on? Uh, have you have you been watching? Uh, well, let's do some of the things. Did you watch Loki? No, I know how it ends. Um, I think I know the general gist. I could be off, but but you haven't the general. Idea. You haven't seen any episodes of it. No, that's that's one. You know, I caught up with Invincible. Okay. So that's something I caught up with. And then since I caught up with Invincible, I've been thinking about, okay, 
what do I want to sit down and watch now? Because I could sit down and watch Scott Pilgrim, which I haven't started yet. Mm. But, you know, those are shorter episodes. So that's more like, I'm going to use the word edible. That'll yeah. be more edible experience because, you know, it's quick. Yeah, I watched the first two episodes of Scott Pilgrim. It's not bad. I like it. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, it feels like, I never read the, the graphic novel, but it just feels like they just brought the graphic novel to life. With, Which is cool. With the voices from the original movie. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, yeah. I like it. And the movie was great too. I mean, you know, I just, every time I see, like, and I think about Scott Pilgrim, like it was so visually interesting and so different. You know what I mean? Like they just created their, their universe and it was just, it just felt so good the way that they did it all. So, so yeah. So, I mean, I really, I really liked it. Um, How do you feel about Invincible so far? I liked Invincible a lot. Um, You know, they're doing, what they're showing now in the what they're doing in the show now is a, a part of the comic I actually really like. Um so I'm excited to see that animated. They're not super loyal to the they're not and they're not, not loyal. I think they're pretty close to accurate. I feel like they've taken some slight liberties, but not too much. So it's like I enjoy it still. Do um how I know there's a lot of issues of Invincible, right? In regards to what? I just, I mean, like, how far into the graphic novel are we at this point? So, I feel like we're still in the first, just based on what I remember from when I was reading it, the omnibuses. So, there's mm-hmm. three omnibuses, it's 150 issues, something like that. So, the first omnibus is like 50 issues. I feel like we're about 45. We'll probably finish the first omnibus. In the first fifty, first third of the show in the second season, I imagine. Okay, so and yeah, so we go into the next one. So we're you know, give or take halfway there. through by the end of this, the second season, and we're through a third of the of the material. Okay, I think we'll probably end about a third of the material. Maybe go a little more. I don't think we'll go more than a half, or even get to half. Yeah. So I, I see this what I like in theory. This being like a six season adventure. Mm-hmm. I think it fits. You know the right pacing. You know I think it fits the right. Like time frame, I don't know. Because like I enjoy when a show takes its time, but I don't like when it's like too long. I don't like ten seasons of some show. I don't like two if I could help it. Like six feels about right to me. Yeah, for this kind of thing too. Yeah, based on the amount of it, it, it feels it feels pretty good. It also feels to me. I mean, like I know that uh, Kirkman has said there's like no, um, like there's no rules for the gore. Like it could be it could be as whatever they, the artists want to do. Yeah. Uh, and it is pretty graphic. Um, yes. I feel like it feels like it, other than the fact that uh, um, Vite or Vought, you know, runs the, the boys universe. Other yeah. than that, it feels like it could be the same universe. You know what I mean? Yeah, kind of. I'd see it. Just just with the gore and the, and the, the, the nature of uh, the dark nature of it. It's like they're very, they have a similar tone, I guess I, I would say. Yes. On, on that note, did you guys have you guys finished? Well, Kev, you're back. Can we? Can you hear us? Can we hear you? I don't know. Can you hear me? Yep. Yep. Yes. All good. Okay, so I'm on my iPad. That's why you look so uh, nice and clear. Uh, maybe, but uh, you look, you look tw- ten years younger. Ten years younger on the iPad camera. It's beautiful. High resolution, Kev. Um, Great. The wonders <laughs> of Apple. Um. Anyway, did uh, have you seen the? Are you caught up on Invincible? 
Me? Yeah. No, definitely no. not. In fact, I'm rewatching season one. All right. Because I'm out of it enough that I feel like I have to rewatch season one. All right. The Adam Eve special was pretty good, too. That was just a one shot, but I enjoyed that. That was nice. Oh, I never saw that. Maybe oh, yeah. Go back and watch yeah, that. go watch that. It's worth it's worth it's worth watching. And then what about over on the on the side of the boys? Did you did, have you guys watched Gen V? Not yet. No, it's another one. See, there's so much stuff. I saw. I still, like I'm I don't know. I've been reinvigorated to watch some things. Maybe I'll even sit down and watch Shogun um, <laughs> at some point. Jeez, <laughs> you should watch it before the new one. Anyways, you have uh, you'll have all of Christmas anyways. break to watch Shogun. I think you should do it. He doesn't get a Christmas break. Oh, you mean from the show? I thought you meant like because he's four. No, just in general, you'll have you have the Christmas things. Slow if down I'm four, Christmas. you're five because that's how our ages work together. I swear. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, Sounds right. What about you, Kev? Did you see um, Loki yet? No, I still have. I'm still two episodes in. Nope. All right. I I, I feel oh, like it. Fine. It had a, it had a pretty solid ending. It was a pretty solid season. Um. So you know, but since you guys haven't finished it, we won't. We don't need. I'm sure everybody knows the end by now, but um, we can just move on. So, Kev, what what were you wanting to to talk about before your all of your equipment shit the bed? Well, the first thing is I want to apologize because I don't think we're going to have uh, I don't think we're going to have Instagram other than that one section of it. I'm not really sure what's going on with the uh, with the old laptop here. Oh, we must have ran out of string and duct tape. The Lappy Five Thousand. Trying to figure it out while we're doing the show. All right. What and and nobody's seen Marvels. Is Marvels even on the island there, Kev? It was. It was here for two weeks, even, but now it's gone. So, so what's funny is, I saw a movie with my girlfriend the other day, and she's like, "All right, babe, I saw the Hunger Games movie already. The new Hunger Games, Hunger Games movie. It's in the universe. Yeah, the prequel. Like, we, we could see how we could see Marvels, or Wish. And I was <laughs> like, um, well, mm. which one should I pick? It was such a delectable choice. Uh, we chose Wish. Um. Which I don't know if you guys are following Wish and the fucking slaughter it's getting on the internet. It's like the least positively reviewed Disney movie of like recent history. People are accusing Disney of using AI to write the songs and the story. Wow. Like it's bad. And I see what they're saying because the entire movie, because they've been like, I've seen like people comparing it. And I agree. It's very generic. And it feels like what an AI would write for the movie hmm. about making wishes. Also, like every Disney movie, uh, not every, but some of them, the bad guy's an idiot. The bad guy causes his own downfall by being stupid. You'd prefer so a nice bad guy that like just murders everybody, right? I mean, that's, that's it's not even idea. that. It's like, all right, slight spoiler. Slight spoiler. So the idea is there's this magical country that he runs. He's the king. He's also the only one who does magic in the entire kingdom. He'll take, he'll have you at, like ask for a wish when you're 18, like secretly to yourself. He'll take the wish and your memory of the wish away from you and hold it in this little ball and, and his little castle. And once a month, he grants a random wish. But he only grants the safe wishes. That's the that's a secret you find out. If it's too much, if he thinks it's too, it's too bombastic, look, 
can that shit. You'll never get your wish. But there's some wishes where like a guy wants to be a knight. Like, why not grant that wish immediately? Get the guy a job. Let him work and be a knight if he wants to be a knight. Some lady <laughs> get the wants guy to, a job. Some lady wants to make beautiful dresses. Why are we fucking waiting on that one? Why don't we just fucking do it now? It's a fucking great wish. Make pretty dresses. I ain't gonna stop you. You're gonna bring economy to my kingdom that I'm trying to protect. You know what's gonna help protect your kingdom? Gold and an influx of money and people. It's all about stupid. the economy. We got to get these people working. The seamstress is making dresses. The knights protecting the people. But listen, no, listen, he's if, hoarding if all the wishes guy for himself. Who wishes for the union. I get it. Maybe you don't want to involve the union in your in your uh, you know in your kingdom. Maybe you don't want to involve the union in the kingdom yet. But so, they're going to come eventually anyways. So, the way you're holding back on these wishes. The king's a yeah. union buster. Is this a whole anti-union movie? Is that what's going on? Also, that's another thing. People think it's an allegory of Disney only picking safe movie ideas because he'll only do the safe things. They think it won't shake anything up too much. They're like, oh, just like Disney, where they only pick safe stories that won't really shake up anything. It's a whole fucking hullabaloo. Also, it's it made like no money, like at all, in its first weekend. It made like ten million dollars for which for a Disney movie is bad. I mean, I think the same same can be said for the Marvels, and the same can be said for the Hunger Games. Right? That one didn't do that well either, did it? No, I didn't. I didn't hear great things about it. My girlfriend saw it. She thought it was fine. No, but I mean box office wise, also. I mean box office wise, I'm like the shit. So let me let me ask you guys this. So here's what I'm wondering: Have we moved beyond a point where Rotten Tomatoes can be trusted because people just go and uh, review bomb shit just out of spite now? You know what yeah, I mean? Rotten like, Tomatoes should not be a measurement for anything. I right. think I think we you need, can, we need you want, movie reviewers. We need Siskel and Ebert. We need Siskel and Ebert's head in the jar. Well, and unless bring us you back. got a shovel. <laughs> I think Rotten Tomatoes, if you want that to be like a loose gauge, you could try it. But even then, sometimes it's like, oh, audiences love it. Critics hate it. Still trash. Critics love it. Audience hates it. It's trash. Or vice versa. It's great. Whether no matter who likes it. Really, it's like Rotten Tomatoes is just not what it's supposed to be. And also, it's so easy to get review bombed or like. I feel like I don't know how many documented cases of this where it's like, oh my god, the Marvels is the best Marvel movie of all time. I stood and clapped after the movie for hours. Like no you know, one I said f- that ever. No, but you know what I mean. Like I feel like there, it's too much. You you can affect it too easily. I feel like. Did did you see the, the the article about the guy at HBO? Like the what, like he was a vice president or something using fake Twitter accounts to like troll people that talked bad about his stuff. There you go. So yeah, just just create fake, you know, bot accounts to create a burner account. Yeah, that's a well documented thing in the uh, some NBA players having those to when people talk trash about how how they play basketball, they'll make a burner account. Say, man, fuck you, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> what is it? Uh, it was in the airplane movie Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. My dad says you're lazy on the court. Hey, you tried dragging so and so up and down the court for three hours. Like the whole time he's claiming that he's not Kareem Abdul Jabbar until the yeah. kid says that his dad. Whatever. Until that kid puts him over. Yeah. <laughs> See, Airplane was a comedy in the 70s that was basically shot for shot remake of Airport 77, right? No. Except a comedy. No. What? It would be 1980, wouldn't it? The first Airplane movie? Was it 1980? But it's, it's, it's a remake of Airport 77, though. And I mean, not a remake, a parody of. Maybe, but I'm pretty sure it's 1980. See if I'm right. Wait, 77, 80, 80. 
1980. Comedy 1980. Comedy 1980. Yep. Boom. Out at the same time as Empire Strikes Back. Oh, wow. What a great movie Airplane is. I've seen it so many times. I appreciate Kev for being a, the right old age of 28. Uh, knowing so much about movies from before. We I just born. know, I know my movies. Yeah, what do you he, want from me? He's a historian. You know, I mean, he, he's what researched. He knows the information. Yeah. I wasn't at the Civil War, but I know a lot about that. Yeah. Scott was at the Civil War. He doesn't know as much as me. Oh, man. Should we take, should we take a break? Tell and us then, all like, about General Lee, Scott. General Lee. Well, it was this orange car. It was a 1970 Charger. Nice. The doors were welded shut, and there were no side windows. What happens when it rains, you might ask, in Hazard County? But anyway, that's beyond the point. Uh, yeah, let's take a break, and then come back and do uh, segment two. And with that, we will be uh, right back with our second segment. I'm totally thrown off by this whole computer thing. Uh, and we'll be right back. On episode 743 of Geek Stuff TNG. That what he said. Bag of ash. After these messages, we'll be right back. Yeah. We need to get the word out that the listeners can be involved with Geek Stuff TNG directly by using our GVM line 201 730 2547. Hmm. Maybe we could use our seductive voices? Huh? Our what? All right, here. Let's read these lines in our most seductive voices, like this. <clears throat> hey there. We want you to be a part of Geek Stuff TNG with your questions and your hmm comments. Oh. <clears throat> That's right. We want you to tell us what's mm, on your mind. What we are doing that you <laughs> like. <coughs> so call us on the GVM line 201-730-2547 and you may hear yourself uh, on an upcoming episode of Geek Stuff TNG. <laughs> Wow. Wow. What? Okay, here we go. I'm James Hatton. And I'm Podcast Rob. And we're the Something Something Cast. We're a pop culture podcast that chats about movies, comics, TV, music, video games, and a whole lot more. Check us out at our home at somethingcast.com. And also on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and other fine podcatchers as well. Proud members of Hashtag Pottern Family and ACPN, the art, comedy, and pop culture podcast network. Hey, Geek Stuff listeners. It's West Coast Scott here. Did you know I do a podcast with my lovely wife? Say hi, Brittany. Hi. Tell them about our podcast. We do a weekly podcast where we talk about travel, conventions, Disneyland, and our growing family. It's called the PieCast because we got married on Pie Day, and it's available wherever you find your podcasts. You can also follow us on social media. At Pie Day Family. And my new Twitter handle is at Pie Day Scott. Check us out. What's up? This is Mikey T, host of the Failing Hollywood Podcast. I'm just a guy who plays with props behind the scenes. On our show, we have guests who also work behind the scenes, and we joke around, we drop names, we tell real on-set stories. We even play some film games, only 
on the Failing Hollywood Podcast, found wherever podcasts can be found. Build your own X-Wing. Luke Skywalker's legendary Red 5 Starfighter from the Star Wars Saga. The X-Wing is recreated in stunning detail in a massive 1 to 18 scale and comes complete with remote-activated working lights, R2-D2 motorized wings, removable hyperdrive opening cockpit, and a magazine full of fascinating facts, plus an amazing step-by-step assembly guide. You will also receive a free binder, power pack, and bookends model space. And now, another classic Geek Stuff ID. Oh, fudge. Only I didn't say fudge. I said the word. The big one. The queen mother of dirty words. The F. Dash, dash, dash word. Hey, this is Ian Petrella, Randy Parker. Oh, Randy, don't play with your food. Eat it. Ah, Starving people would be happy to have that. Yano Anaya, Grover Dill. In our world, you were either a bully, a toady, or one of the nameless rabble of victims. Scott Schwartz is Flick. Come on, come back. Come back. Come back. Come back. The bell rang. And we're all from A Christmas Story, and you are listening to Big Kev's Geek Stuff. A crummy commercial? Son of a bitch. Geek Stuff TNG. Live from the sandwich shop. Friday Productions in sunny Southern California and Big Hefuna Studios. It's Geek Stuff TNG. During our commercial break, you heard from our amazing sponsor, BuildXWing.com. This model is in 118 scale, making it the only fully scaled, fully detailed X-Wing ever made for use with your three and three quarter Star Wars action figures. This X-Wing features many amazing details like the proton torpedo bay, working engine lights, and a light-up R2-D2. You can add your own boops, bops, and beeps. The S-foil is open to attack position. The laser cannons simulate firing, and the engine lights power up, all by remote control. We recommend you take them up on their do-do-do-do-do-do premium offer. You get what 18 scale hangar accessories to create a detailed display of your X-Wing, including crates. Tanks, personnel transporter, landing lamps, fuel pump, ladder, as well as several static figures, including ground crew members, and even Luke Skywalker himself. When you sign up for your subscription each month, in addition to your parts of the model, you'll get four full-color magazines featuring instructions for the parts you've received, fascinating articles about the original models used in the movies, and more. You can collect these great source materials in a free binder, which you'll receive as part of your subscription. As a fan of collectibles, you may have seen models like this online or at shows or conventions. And I don't need to tell you, the price tag can be quite high. The genius of the system 
as they are paying a little each month as well as having fun putting it together yourself. You can check out more info over at BuiltXWing.com or reach them by phone at 877-544-6779. Check them out today. Here you go. <laughs> That's a good way to start the commercial with the crunch of a lovely palm crisp. That's right. No geek stuff TNG would be complete without palm crisp snack mix. Farm crisps are full of all the nutrients you need and the wonderful flavors you have come to love and know, like parm. Crisp. Yeah, also crisp. Almonds, cashews, pistachios. Three grams of net carbs per serving. Net carbs kept? Does that mean that it has some carbs that cancel out because it doesn't have sugar? Yeah, it has diet, it has fiber in it and no added sugar. You take the fiber you remove the fiber from the carbohydrates, the dietary fiber. And who makes Palm Crisps? Are they their own company? I believe so. Wow, an independent company too. Looking at their website, palmcrisps.com, it says our original blend, Palm Crisps, you can get an everything tub, an original pouch, you can get the ranch snack mix pouch, or sour cream and onion pouch. What's your favorite, Kev? I haven't seen sour cream and onion. What was that? I like I like the original. I like the original, but the ranch one is fine too. I'd like to try sour cream and onion. It's probably very good. Yeah, you could get the variety pack. Oh, looking at all of the ingredients. Oh, uh, you see, sir, I I get them at the Costco in the large size because I eat so many delicious Parm crisps. Oh, looking at the website, let's see what's in the variety pack. You got cheddar, original, jalapeno everything for cheese and sour cream they all sound delicious yeah but i don't think they're doing the big what is this 20 ounce i don't think they're doing are they doing 20 ounces of all those flavors i don't know for more information on palm crisps go to palmcrisps.com and find them at your better retailers today when you buy them mention geek stuff tng for absolutely no discount Right. Mention them at checkout and look like a weirdo. <laughs> Reach out to them at farmcrisp.com and tell them you heard about Farm Crisps from Geek Stuff TNG. Okay, we're back from break and we're we gonna we're gonna jump right into the con or do you want to talk about other stuff first? Things are just terrible. <laughs> I mean that's I'm, par for the course, right? No, but it's like worse. Oh, <laughs> that's a good sound. <laughs> Laptop powering on again. Dun dun dun. Oh, jeez. Yep. Buy a new laptop. Charge the show again. Why on earth you haven't gotten that little rascal theme music yet? I was looking at it the other day. I was thinking about making a new, a new intro that's just that. I got a pickle. I got a pickle. I got a pickle. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> What's I got a pickle? I don't it's even from know what the, that is. It's from the, the movie. movie. Oh. Somebody was watching the the movie in my house the other day. So um Yeah. Is that what have you seen the movie uh sandwich? I that was my favorite VHS as a kid. Seriously? Yes. 
And he didn't. You didn't know he that did. you would one day be making the Little Rascals make a podcast? <laughs> no, I didn't know that. That was just a wonderful happenstance. I used to watch that all the time. I'd watch Scott, it you're right. four times a week. Yeah, Scott, you're going to have to lean or roll over there. Not that far. I mean, roll your chair over, for God's sake. We're doing the best we can here. All right. Move Help me out here, Henry. Through the whole thing. Right. Look, now you, you see my iPhone in the shot yeah. right there. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's awesome. All right. Sandwich, what were you saying about the Little Rascals, your favorite VHS? I'd, I'd watch it like four times a week. Friday, me watching Little Rascals was always an experience because we'd get pizza. So I'd be like, cool, I'm going to go watch this in the living room. So I take my pizza, re- it's that rewind. Time of the night. We turn on the black light. Let the dungeons Burn. and the dragons begin. It's D and D. Fighting with the legends of yore. It's D and D. Never kiss a lady before. Nope. Woo. <laughs> so, so where do we want to start? <laughs> Can I start? Can I start this week? I have, D, I have a D, oh, D, D&D oh. product. Kev, yes. did you get this comic book? Is this is from IDW. It is Saturday Morning Adventures, Dungeons and Dragons. The no, flavor text. I never get good stuff. Well, this, I mean, this is just came out like maybe, maybe a couple weeks ago. And it says, now this lost episode from the 1980s animated series charts new territory in the world of D&D. So I guess it's a it was a lost script that he made into a comic book. Is it the final episode? Possibly. I don't know. Should I should so I peek into the back and see home? if they go home? There's some kind of thing on YouTube that somebody made that fan, I think it's fan made that purports to be that. Wasn't that a advertisement in a in like a foreign country? Like it was for a car? Like they No, 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 no. I mean, yeah, they did do something like that, but that wasn't that wasn't the none of that's official, right? No, but I do think there is a lost script, and I think this might be it. So this is from the uh, '80s Saturday morning Dungeons and Dragons cartoon with Venger and the Dungeon Master. Um, I can display it proudly next to my Dungeons and Dragons cartoon figures that I purchased all of because Kev guilted me and shamed me into it. Um, and, um, I regret doing that, but not for the reasons you think. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and I can put it on the shelf next to my giant Dungeons and Dragons dice from the movie, the twenty-sided yeah. die that I can store my dice in. I'm going to redo my shelfie yeah. and put put my Dungeons and Dragons on display. It's good. Yeah, it's good to have a display. Yeah, I'm going to try. I'm going to try to do that. I'm going to do that. Unlike Sandwich, who just keeps all of his stuff in bins. In bins, he's got so many bins. He has to he has to start getting smaller and smaller dice because he's running out of room. That's the next Just move. put your head around that, people. You know how big dice are. Bin of dice. Just put that in your head. Like Scrooge McDuck with <laughs> coin. Sandwich hopes to be one day to be able to dive into his dice. Just so probably low to there now. Look so out painful for, too, all the fucking D fours and yeah. shit just poking me in the look, side. Look out for the D fours, man. Well, those get a separate pool. <laughs> That's why I push my enemies. Right. 
All right, so you have some uh, D&D news, yes? Oh, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to do a general just D&D state of the game real quick because there's two big things I want to talk about that will they're kind of leaning into one another. So, first of all, for those who are in the know, who's, who do no, notice something, a new D&D book was supposed to come out two weeks ago. Uh, to the day, actually. So it came out two weeks ago. It has been delayed in physical media. The expected release for the final 5e D&D book is in quarter one of 2024. That's literally all we know. At some point in January, February, March, we get the final 5e D&D book. Is the uh, um, digital version available now? Yep, you can get it on digital immediately. It's already available. You can and, get it. And which book is that? Uh, the Book of Many Things. Right. So it's a rip on the deck of many things. There'll be some magic items, I think, and some bad guys. And it's all about the deck of many things. It's like kind of like a, I don't want, it's like a source book, but it's not giving you a new place. It's giving you just more new things. So we have that. So, so it's basically just a magic item book. Is it just magic items? Items and there's enemies too, and there's a lot of stuff just generally. Like it's a bunch. Okay, of... so no locations, just enemies. Yeah, there's and... no. Su- there might be a location. Maybe there's a location. I just don't know because they they don't like tell you everything. But as of right now, there's no like location that's like based in. It's just kind of like a book of just stuff. So that's been pushed to quarter four. A quarter uh, quarter one of 2024. My apologies. Also happening in 2024, as it's been well documented on the show, is the arrival of the new D&D edition. Now, I'm calling it that right now because apparently they don't like one D&D. That's not the official name. And they're not calling it 6E. So I don't know what the fuck they're going to call this edition. Because they've been numbering them for like 70 years, it feels like. It doesn't It doesn't matter. It, what, it doesn't matter what they call it. It it's will 6E. be... It will be 6E, and most people will probably call it 6E. Yeah. Even if they call it something stupid like D&D 1, I yeah. imagine it's going to end up being 6E anyway, in the vernacular. Yes. So, what we're getting in the one D&D release, we're getting, and the next year, they've basically announced this, a new player's handbook featuring 12 classes. We're at 13, so they're taking away Artificer again. God. 48 subclasses and over 144 origin options. So they're kind of eliminating, I think, the idea of like a race giving you options for origins and making it like you have just generic origin options that can kind of fit for anything. Um, right. I also want to highlight you pick um, your class first and then you get to pick your race and then you get to pick other stuff. I don't know why they want to highlight it like that. I feel like you usually pick my class first, anyways. Well, I mean, I'm sure there's some playability issue that benefits from that, right? Because, you know, there there are, I mean, again, it's not, it's going to be whatever way the DM decides it should be, but more to the point, it, I kind of, I kind of get why they want to do that. It's just not going to work the way that they want. For example, you know that, like, let's say you wanted to be uh, like a thief, well, I guess it doesn't really. I was going to say because then you could cherry pick the races. Yeah, because you know thieves. I mean, elves are better thieves. So 
you know, and they have racial bonuses for for some things that thieves do. And so do, I think, hobbits also, or halflings, rather. So um, I don't see what the point is in picking your job first. It's just the way they want. Apparently, we're giving people... The character is your race before your job, so... Yes. I don't know. That so basically in the way they're, they're trying to lay it out, they're saying that we're giving people, this is a direct quote, we're giving people more tools than ever had before to flesh out their characters was before, wait, we're giving more people more tools than they ever had before to flesh out who their character was before becoming an adventurer and who they will be going forward. Also, what they're doing is they're redistributing subclasses so that each main class has four subclasses. But they've also stated that for some reason the wizard and cleric will have fewer subclasses to make room for other classes. Why the fuck do you have to limit wizard and cleric to make room? You can't develop just classes. You can't develop subclasses. It's that much of a strain that you have to literally outstate before the system comes out we're limiting wizard and cleric? That's dumb. So so just sounds like they're just kind of reorganizing a little bit yes now, they're did, trying did, to make it more even i feel did like did i see something that they said this is going to be 100 percent backwards compatible so we're not losing so, anything of 5e yeah, so, so then it's still if it's backwards compatible isn't it just 5e part two so kind of that's what it looks like it's trying to be um for 5.5e so i mean there's a quote saying that anything removed Oh, so I don't know why they even say it this. Um, anything removed from the 2014 pl- player's handbook is still officially playable in 5th edition. So I guess they're trying to say that re- they're building on top of 5th. It's not a 6th in theory. They're building on top of it. So even if they take things away from 5e, it's still the same. But not really because it, it changed so much anyway. Whatever. Um, it's dumb. So there's... That's all just player's handbook. One of the books we're getting. The next book we're getting uh, is a Dungeon Master's Guide. Yes, that's the exact noise that came in my head when Dungeon Master's Guide was officially announced for next year to come out with 6E. I'm calling it 6E. So it's been reorganized. The idea of this Dungeon Master's Guide with an emphasis on making it as easy as possible to find what you're looking for. They want to make this basically like an internet in a book of everything you need to ask for a D&D. Now, I in theory like they did they're trying to make a DM's job easier, and they did state before, like, there's a lot more, like, personal kind of questions they try to answer in the book, like, how do I start finding players? How do I compete with Dungeon Masters I've seen online? Which, when I oh. saw that statement in did this... Because I just did. I f- wanted to... It makes me so mad that we have to make that a statement. How do I compete with Dungeon Masters online? I'm gonna. Uh, I'm looking into the camera. I know it doesn't matter. You do not have to compete with those nerds online. It's okay. No one cares. And if they do care, kick them from your fucking table because they're losers. So, so you don't you have to be a talented voice actor and improv and uh, and actor no. to play D and D. I yeah, thought that yeah, was a requirement. It's, it's, That's what it's, we're saying. It's, it's, uh, 
Oh my God, I hate it so much. There's the fact that that's a statement that they devoted time to answering in the DM guide in theory, but they couldn't do equal subclasses. Let's answer this bullshit question and fluff our book, but not e- whatever. Not. How do I avoid discomfort at the table? How do I deal with a TPK, total party kill, or character death? You know, stuff like that, which, I mean, in theory, some of those, I guess I don't hate, but I don't know if there are things that you need to vote book space to for a DM guide. So like if you're getting into being a DM, that's something you kind of figure out on your own, because I've been in situations where I killed my entire party, but I didn't need the book to tell me how to deal with that. You, you could figure it out. It's you're literally God in this world. Make a new character. Make a new character, or it's like, okay, you didn't die. You got captured. The wonderful thing is you're telling the story. If you want to say, and suddenly magical unicorns came down and saved everyone, you did it. Here's That's the, what happened. Here's DM sandwich. Your entire party is now dead. Yes. <laughs> that would and be last sad. but not least, uh, for the I guess the officially announced 2024 releases for 6E is the Monster Manuel. Monster Manual, which apparently will have about 500 different monsters. Um, How many are in the current version? Pictures, more stats. In theory. Um, So there's going to be every monster from the original Monster Manual, some new monsters with higher challenge ratings, and then it's also going to... I won't have any CR change. So I'm not going to adjust any... um, Challenger ratings. They're not going to try to adjust monsters to the new system. Um, any adventures using them are unaffected. However, some may receive additional mechanical adjustments to make sure that their challenger rating is correct. So they might adjust the stat blocks of some monsters. But if a monster is challenger rating 20, meaning it's a great monster for four level 20 fighters to fight, 20 characters to fight, um, It'll still be level 20, just might be different. So they're going to, in theory, change monsters as well. So they're going to have staggered releases in 2024. And so, yeah, we're getting basically a new edition without a new edition. And once again, they're being kind of wishy-washy to me because they're saying it's backwards compatible with 5e. And it's not backwards compatible with 5e, I feel like, in some things. Because they're, they're adjusting, based on what I've seen from Unearthed Arcana, there's some things are being adjusted with classes and races. I'm not a huge fan of it in theory. I, I feel like 5e was a great system. I don't know if I'm going to play 6e. I'm an addict, so I'll get the books because I can't stop myself. Um, yep. See? There you go. More junky behavior. Listen, storage unit. And he needs right? new He needs new dice to go with 6th edition. You can't play 6th edition with true. 5e dice. Yeah, that's true. Sandwich, I made more room so you could walk into the unit now. Don't, don't make fun of me. Scott did that, not me. I just agree with what he said. Don't attack me. You started it <laughs> when you called me a junkie. I was making a, a junkie. Brand new, junkie. Brand new 14-sided die that you have to get. 14-sided? That sounds dumb. 16. 16-sided die. Why? 16? <laughs> so one, one in 16 chance. What are these oh, dumb? What are these strange numbers? I I saw a seventy three yeah. sided die once. And new for six E, new style of dice. Yeah, new edition, new dice. Uh anywho, so yeah, that's all the 
D and D stuff. It's it's sad to see that we're kind of moving on from five E. Now, once again, we've had this discussion before before we even had this as something in the purview. No one's making you play six E. If you want to play five E for perpetuity, no one's going to really stop you. Yeah, there's just, still guys playing D and D. Exactly, A D and D. No one's playing three third edition three point five. Someone's playing four somewhere. Um, you know, you could play whatever edition you want. You don't even have to play D and think when I, the OGL stuff came out, everyone also found out. You know, hey, there's all these other great games. I'm trying to figure out how the hell GURPS work now because I want to run a superhero campaign, and GURPS makes sense to me because music masterminds is really complex. GURPS supers is awesome. So I'm looking into GURPS supers. I got to find the books for that. I got to learn how GURPS works. I'm excited for that. So, so how long was um, the five E era? When did the first 20, book come out? For five E, yeah, twenty fourteen. So, so, so just under 10 push years. to 2014, it'll be roughly 10 years of 5e. So I imagine another 10 years we'll get 70. I mean, yeah, that's, that's, right. a, that's a pretty good run. And you could look at it like you could literally have all of the, you know, Watsy produced 5e material, right? Because it's a finite set. But then yes. if you're not the kind of person that wants to make up your own adventures, there are a ton of creators making you know, modules, adventures, whatever you want to call them, campaigns. And they've been doing it for years. Yeah, so you could just go to, what is it, drive through RPG or, in, you know, any other place like that and, you know, buy them for some, some of them are like, buy this adventure for pay what you want, you know? It could be a buck or 15 bucks or whatever you want to pay for it. So, yeah. or, or, or you could do your homebrew, right? Right, so, you know, it, it's, you have this collection of the rules and the adventures that they made, and then you can make more of your own or you can buy ones that other people made. There's plenty of creative people out there that will make content for the 5e rule system. So, I mean, yeah, you're not you're not losing anything. You don't have to move on to 6e. But exactly. if you have a problem like Sandwich, you'll keep buying the books, whether you're going to play it or I not. I think 5e, and this is just my opinion, I, have, I did not play any other edition. I was not even D&D sentient at those times. 5e was... The first, in my opinion, let's get my opinion, major mainstream, like, successful system. Because not that the other ones weren't successful, but this was the first one I feel like really hit mainstream because that's it, when, like... Yeah, it definitely was more popular and, and bigger, a bigger deal. But that, you know, that had to do with a lot of things. Oh, know? yeah, so... It was a convergence, right, of, of a lot of things making it hit the mainstream. It's like, it's like you could compare it to, remember a few years ago when everybody wanted to play Texas Hold'em and poker was like the thing and all anybody cared about. And, you know, I mean, it was just everywhere. Now it's okay. Some people still play poker, but I mean, it, it really had this peak. Do you think yeah. 5e is going to be the peak and D and D will kind of, it'll always be around, but it won't, it'll kind of fade back into. I, I think some people in play it some people there'll don't. be, there'll be nerds who will roll dice and pretend they're half orcs and dwarves and elves and they'll fight dragons, and they'll save princesses. That'll happen for eternity. Um, it's just what edition they're playing, you know? Yeah. Like, at some point, I'll have finger sandwiches, and they'll go to a comic shop, and they'll come back and say, Dad, I learned D&D. And I say, oh, what edition is this? And they'll tell oh. me 7th edition. And I'll like, oh, back in my day, we played 5th edition. And I bring uh. them into the dungeon that is my basement, and then I say, look, these are these wonderful 5e books and these are also every other edition that we got from uncle kev, <laughs> 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 uncle kev. 
here, here's some of it. Here's some of his ashes. Here's some of his ashes too. I still have some in a bag. I had them. I had them put into a dice set. Oh, we could have them compressed into dice and make Kev Ash, Kev's ashes dice. Oh man, the only set, it's the only dice set I use anymore. I retired every other one once I got the Kev set. Yeah, it's all fun and games until I'm dead. It only rolls once. It's fucked up. It only rolls one. It's it's weighted on the wrong side. It's got it's not it's not a a true it's die, right? Curse. Kev's ghost fucking knocks them over. <laughs> Always a critical fail. All right. Anything else on the D and D? No. I mean, well, what once we get the new book, whenever the fuck it comes out in quarter one, we'll definitely be reviewing it on the show because it will be the last five A book. I think that is noteworthy. It you is. I mean, we've End of it we era. talk about, you know, I think the show's gone through two whole systems now at this point. We went through all of four, went through five. So, I mean, this will be our third system as a podcast. We weren't really, yeah, we weren't really talking about 3.5 because that yeah. was, even even at, when we started the show, 3.5, I think, was already done, I yeah. think. But we did cover as much of four as was humanly possible. And what's great about four, from what I know... Yeah. They had releases like every month, which was, you know, everything came out for four. That's why the D&D bit became yeah. a big bit because yeah. there was so too much. Some I, I almost I almost want that, but I don't know if I want that. Like, I almost want a huge influx of constant product. I don't think we'll get it because the Hasbro way right now is, you know, four a year, which is fine. Four or five, give or take. Um, we'll see. But if you, but there's unlimited. Like I said, if you if you go not from official Watsi but five E material, there is an unlimited supply of it. When yes. you when you go to the individual creators out there, right? Yeah. Um. So Kev, I want to ask one one last question before we finish this up. So it sounded like they were reorganizing a little bit on how you build your character when when you use your completely random uh character creation. Does yes. it include things like? backstory uh weaknesses you know f- character flaws are is that included in your assigned to those things everything, every th- there is much of it is in, is included usually what i would do is everything that i have ever found a table for is randomized and then once you have all that once you've gone through that whole process and you've gotten okay he doesn't like cheese uh, you know, and or, or he's you know very good at you know I don't know, whatever all those little quirks and things. You'll have all that information, and then I tell the player, "Now write me a story. Now tell me who this guy is." So the character, that part of the character development is still in the hands of the player, but the parameters are all generated. So you have to mm-hmm. figure out your own childhood trauma that caused you to not like cheese. Correct. Right. Okay. That's got it. Unless there's a, you know, why don't you like cheese table? <laughs> In which case, you know, there'll be a selection on why you don't like cheese. If you roll a one, will kill my mom. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Are, you, are we? Are we going to take another break and then do Legion's Con? Is no. That what we're no. Doing? We're gonna. Well, let's 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 bring D and D to a close here. It's D and D. Warriors that terrify. It's D and D. Do you want me to save this till next time, then?
Yeah. Okay. All right. Then then let's do Legion Con. Legions Con. Is it plural? Legions Con? Or Legion Con? Legions Con. There's my attendee badge. I know one of you will look up whatever. Now, pictured there is one of the exclusives for Legion Con. It's a two-pack. It was one Mythic Legions figure, which is that skeleton dude on the left, and one Cosmic Legions dude, that spacey dude on the right. So why don't you look up those names so that we know who they are, so that Jeremy, uh, one of our friends over at Four Horsemen, isn't like, how do you do a segment, but you don't know any names or anything? And in fairness, a lot of people don't know the names of, of or at least how to say names of Mythic Legion and Cosmic Legion guys. That doesn't make them any less cool. Okay, so <laughs> let, let's talk about what Legion's Con is. Yes. What is Legion's Con? Celebrating 25 years of Four Horsemen Studios and the 10-year anniversary of Mythic Legions? That's what it says on the website. I think that's next year, sir. Oh, yeah, that is November 9th and 10th of 2024. Buy your tickets now. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. So, so this was that. the ninth year then. Told me nine years of of the product. I don't think I don't think they've done Legion Con for nine years. I feel like this is like the third year of it, second year of it, something like that. No, third, maybe fourth. Irrelevant. What is Legion's Con? So uh, our friends, our dear old friends uh, in the toy business, the Four Horsemen, um, who I've had the pleasure of knowing for longer than this show has been on, um, created a line of six-inch scale fantasy figurines, action figurines, uh, called Mythic Legions. And they did this about 10 years ago. And at the time they were created, I remember that we were invited, OG and I actually went to I feel like it was happening maybe the same weekend as New York Comic Con that year that we went to Toy Tokyo in New York, uh, which is a, a toy store in, in New York. And downstairs in the basement, they have sort of a like a gallery space. And the Four Horsemen were unveiling or presenting the Mythic Legions line for the first time. It was also partly a retrospective of other things that they had done including some of their their solo stuff that they did at the time, which I thought was really great. I don't remember the name of that line. I know I have a photo of it somewhere, but since I have technology that's just dead now, uh, I can't look it up. Big surprise. Um, the point of this is that even at the time, those figures were amazing. And, you know, I remember distinctly speaking with our friend, friend of this program, Cornboy, and him saying, well, we're debating back and forth between four inch and six inch. And I was like, you got it. And the, you know, the figures were already like the, the, the mock-ups or, or whatever they were, whatever the proper term is for what we were looking at at the time, they were already six inch. I'm like, you got to do six inch. I mean, these are amazing, you know, and 10 years ago, six inch was kind of like just coming in a bit, you know what I mean? Not saying there was no six inch before then. I'm saying six inch was coming in. Marvel Legends was very popular, that extraordinarily popular then. Um, and other things. 
Uh, Black Series, I think, was right around that time. Uh, also, early on in the Black Series, and other things in Six Inch. So, you know, Six Inch had a presence. Um, and uh, so I thought these would have been amazing in Six Inch, and I'm glad that they decided to go with, with Six Inch. Okay, so what is it? It's um, clever in a number of ways, the uh, Mythic Legions and Cosmic Legions, which now is only, I feel like Cosmic Legions is only like two years old, maybe something like that. Like, that sounds about right. So not that old. Uh, yeah. oh, uh, and so Mythic Legions has a whole sort of, uh, you would call like a rough outline not really a story, but like what the characters are and how they interact in the universe and so on and, and, and such. The Cosmic Legions has the same sort of thing. You get a lot of that in the gray matter on the packaging, you know, a little about this character and so on and so forth. And all that stuff is great. Um, but what's really great, though, is the toys and the idea that you can pop and swap, they call it, Um uh weapons hands heads uh accessories and so on and so everything on. and you can really sort of make these figures your own you can create you know sort of whatever it is that you want to create just from using the figures accessories extra hands and so on that are provided many of them many of mythic legions have a way in which you can make them army builders, which is also a great and a brilliant move um, in the sense that if you want to build an army of skeletons and you really like the way like that this skeleton dude looks, um, maybe he has multiple heads, different weapons, different accessories and things that you can attach and so on and so forth. Well, you can do all of that. You can buy five of them and all five of them will look different. So that was a really genius move on their part also. Uh, fully articulated. There's some gripes about the articulation. I think people just got to stop the griping um, because I think they're they're focusing on one thing and ignoring the fact that that the sculpting, the production, the, you know, the, uh, the, 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 I was going to say playability, the, the, the way you can customize these, the pop and swap, the whole thing. It's ignoring it for the sense of, oh, well, he can't kick his own ass if the, you know, the leg doesn't go back or, you know, that he doesn't have a, he doesn't have a butterfly shoulder, whatever it is that, that people complain about with regards to articulation. Okay. So clearly since we are aware of this line from day one and we've covered this line, we've talked about this line in the show multiple, multiple times. So it's not like any of this, not like any of this is, is like seriously new, you know what I mean? In the sense that it's not like, Hey guys, we just discovered this thing called mythic legions and it's, and it's awesome. That's not what's going on here. That's not what we discovered. Sandwich and I uh, had the opportunity to attend legions con. Um, and what we discovered, which I did not know, but it was alluded to to me for years and years and years by multiple, multiple people, is that there is this whole community that has built up around this line, these lines. 
And again, I don't want to say like I didn't know that that community didn't exist because there's communities for everything. There's a Marvel Legends community, Joe Classified community. There's just six intrigues overall communities. There's four H guys, like uh, like uh, our buddy It's Chad. If you if you like GI Joe and four H stuff, there, uh, there's plenty of plenty of sort of communities focused on different lines and different things and so on and so forth. So that we're not, you know, I don't want to say that that is a new thing either. It isn't. But the difference here is that I was completely unaware, one, of how big this thing was. Two, I was completely unaware of how invested the members of this community are in things like customization making their own parts like 3d printing their own parts or molding their own parts um uh creating their own uh, uh character making mythic legions uh, uh versions of like superhero characters or gi joe characters or D characters or in, in the case of the show we saw an entire display of robin hood I yeah. mean, Disney's Robin Hood made from Mythic Legions and, you know, assorted parts from uh, uh, from other customizers and people who produce these things for other Mythic Legions fans. I had no idea. I'm kind of glad I didn't have no idea. Because I would have had no money. Left. Because we, yeah, I mean, it's it's the kind of slippery slope, but in a good way. The kind of slippery slope that that I feel like I could get caught up in. Now I also feel well enough removed from it at this point that I don't think it's something that I'm going to dive into with both feet. I am, I am involved. I mean, I do collect some things from Cosmic Legions and Mythic Legions because they do make stuff that I like. I did discover the the world the realm of customization and custom figures and characters and so on and i'm going to share some of that uh, uh with you guys today too um there's a number of people that we want to thank we want to thank the four horsemen of course we want to thank corn boy uh who was a little under the weather and did not attend legions con which was a big disappointment for me because i wanted to walk around with him i wanted to walk around with him and record he and I talking about Legion's Con. I thought that would have been amazing, but he was under the weather, so I didn't get a chance to do that. Um, but next year, we'll do that. Um, and I want to thank Jeremy, our friend Jeremy over at the Four Horsemen, too. He's kind of their uh, publicity guy, or uh, I'm sure he has a proper title, but he was kind enough to invite the sandwich and I to attend and check it out. He was a little shocked that I had never been to one or that I did that was unaware of the size of the community and so on. Uh, we want to mention also that we saw our friends from uh, the Meta Travelers and uh, saw yet another prototype from their legendary line. These okay. are the guys who joined us at New York Comic Con um, and we're very happy to see that it was Marco and a different Jeremy. Um, so that was really great. Um, there was a lot of YouTube dignitaries, what I consider YouTube dignitaries. These are guys who I like who present on, on YouTube. Dan Larson, I think, chief amongst them. If you haven't checked out 
Secret Galaxy. You can look that up on YouTube. He's a brilliant presenter, I think. Um, and I would call it short form documentaries on topics. Undoubtedly, if you're listening to this program, you'll find something on his YouTube channel that you will undoubtedly enjoy and you'll learn from, which is also really interesting. Um, also, Big Nerdy from Nerdzoic, who's he's a more recent YouTuber, um, uh, but he now has an online store. Um, so you, you can go check that out. Um, Art G, who's another YouTube guy, he does a lot of uh, going out and uh, filming in Ollie's and Walmarts and Targets for like discount and clearance and, you know, sort of finding stuff, which is really cool. Um, he was there. I know one of my favorite presenters on YouTube right now is a guy called Articulated Ninja. Uh, he was there, but apparently I missed him. And I was really upset to find out that I missed him. Um, but there were other people there as well. Uh, I think D Amazing is another fairly popular presenter. I think he might have been there also. Uh, one of the two nerds from the Strong Collectors podcast actually had a table there promoting some sort of workout fitness. He was in that other room, Sam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In room is the side. Yes. Kind of. Some. Kind I remember of, that booth. Yeah, fitness with some sort of like a, like some sort sword. of. Yeah, like not like a sword, but like a. Some kind of dumbbell kind of thing, and you swing it around, and apparently that's that's good for you. I don't know. Seems like a nice guy. I didn't realize at the time that's who he was, or I would have, I probably would have had a different conversation with him um, uh, about his uh, about his uh, show and song. So anyway, the point is, it's a big deal. It's a big event for Legion's Con people. They come from all over the country. There were a couple there that were from, I think, out of the country. Several probably. Mm -hmm. um, Two-day event. It took place in beautiful New Jersey. <laughs> right over there on Route 10 by 287. What was that? The Hilton? The Marriott? Something? I think it's the Hilton. Well, whatever. Did it's you have in to the take the Cross Bronx to get there? No? no. What's that? No, that's it's to get to New York, York on Long Island, which I don't have to do. Sandwich could be there in 20 minutes. I know because... I, I was there in 20 minutes. Day, he was like, I'm on my way. 20 minutes later, he was there, so... Um, okay, so what did we see? We saw a lot of... Now, I, I, I say there's two different... Not different kinds of things that we saw there, but there were two sort of... There were two things to see, I guess. One would be guys who were just straight up presenting customs. So Jeremy, our friend at the Four Horsemen who hooked us up, uh, invited us down, and, and I hope he'll have us back. Um uh he is a customizer he's i believe that's how his he got associated with the four horsemen is that he is a mythic legions customizer he was the guy uh sam he was the guy right opposite um the legendary yes so he did he had on display the bounty mythic legions versions of the bounty hunters from star wars yes he had mythic legion versions of uh awesomely uh um, D and D action figures from the eighties oh, yeah. redone as Mythic Legions, and he had the he had the actual D and D figures there next to it, so you can see what his you know the kind of what his characters are based on. That was amazing, and I also got to thank him because he sold me one of those 
one, two, I forget. Two. I think two of those original D&D figures because I needed them for my collection. Um, so thank you, Jeremy, for that. Just in case I, I, I thought I thanked him profusely, and I'm thanking him again. So there you go, and for and for inviting us. Does does he have like an Instagram where you can see some of those customs? He probably does, but I don't know what it is. Um, I'll find out what it is, and then we'll 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 uh, we'll let the people know. I may have a card for it over here. I'm going to go through some of these cards here in a minute. Okay, so that's one type. And of course, he had other things, uh, 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 Jeremy, and other themes, if you will. Other guys had other themes as well. Marvel characters, G.I. Joe. But these are all Mythic Legions versions of these characters. So they look like fantasy versions of Snake Eyes and, you know, like Captain America. Oh, the Fantastic Four. That was a good one. Yeah. Remember that guy? I don't remember that guy's name, but apparently he's a very famous customer. Um and it's your mind blown, even even if they're not based on anything. Like, for example, Sandwich fell in love with a Cosmic Legions custom that wasn't based on anything. That's that, the robot that, looking one, right? Yeah, the robot guy, yeah. yeah. And that wasn't really based on anything. It was just the guy's original custom creation. And we saw, uh, you know, what, a thousand of those at the show as well. So, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it was an amazing... And, and here's the thing. Now, the other side of it, besides presenting your own customs or their own customs. You also had the opportunity to purchase parts. Um, and I mean, actual mythic legions parts, you know, uh, like, you, you know, you open up a figure, you've made a custom out of it. You now have all these parts left over. If you don't need them for anything, you're going to maybe Legion's con, you're going online, you're selling them and so on and so forth. You had those. You had people making their own parts, yeah, which was awesome uh, uh, for you to use. Some are, are 3D printed, so you have to paint them and so on and make it work and all that, which is all great. No idea. No idea it was at this level. No idea whatsoever. Completely floored uh, by Legion's Con by the fact that this community is so big and that the, the level of artistry and um, ingenuity and all these other things that these guys were, were putting into these uh, uh, figures was phenomenal. Absolutely, absolutely, utterly phenomenal. Um, you had a few companies there. Uh, the guys making the plunderlings were there. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't see the jive there between them and Mythic Legions, but that's me. Um, you had the AWOC guys. So this is Animal Warriors of the Kingdom. Oh, yeah. Uh, who is just, is it Justin? Jason? Jason Bienvenu, uh, who has done this show. You may remember he, he was on Geeks of TNG back when his four inch line was premiering. They're now doing six inch because, you know, the four inch line is on hold. But the six-inch line is getting big, and they're moving. I believe they're on wave four, and wave five is coming, something like that. Very popular also. A lot of customization possibilities there um, as well. Um, uh, Four Horsemen was there, obviously. They had – not only did they have a slew of more recent stuff for sale, but they had two different exclusives, which disturbingly – that's right, Jeremy. Disturbingly, they put one 
uh, one uh, custom on Saturday and the uh, not custom uh, uh, exclusive one exclusive on Saturday, the other exclusive available on Sunday, um, which I didn't understand because I'm like, well, what if you're only coming Saturday, you know, or what if you're only coming Sunday? I mean, the chances of you getting that ex- exclusive are, are, I don't know, not great, I guess. Um, I don't remember if they sold out either one or not. I assume they did, but maybe I'm wrong. Um, and I don't know. It just seemed like that was one of the one of the tiny little criticisms I had. Tiny. Um, and did, did one of you guys look up whatever that two pack exclusive was? The, the names. I did not get it. I couldn't find it. It was the Legion's Con 2023 exclusive it's the two well i mean we should say what they both are but the the two pack is actually the one that had the cosmic legions guy in it that's the one that that i really wanted um because it's that bubble bubble helmet the bubble helmet aesthetic that i really furious four two pack what's it called the furious four two pack it's got like a red demon looking dude and a guy in a suit no, it looks like these two sandwich. Oh, can you not see that? It's the skeleton guy. Okay, I, I think I found it. The skeleton guy is Waltor the Mad, and then it's a skeleton bubble helmet. Yeah, that right. one. Yeah. Waltor the Mad and some space dude. Previously revealed Vorgus Vermilius. Two. Well, there you go, Lorgus Familius. Of course, I don't know how I could have possibly forgotten that name. Uh, but that two pack was available on Sunday, um, and, and and there you go. And then they also they also revealed on day on the first day before they opened the floor, um, uh, somebody from Four Horsemen. I won't say who because I don't want to get him or her in trouble. Pulled me aside and said, "Hey, look at this." I was like, oh, that's really awesome. And it was the Noble Knight, I think, is the name of the figure. You can look that up and see if, if, if I'm right about that. And he said, you're like only the third person to ever see this. And that went on. So that was a surprise item on sale for that show, which was also really awesome. Um, not really my aesthetic, but I thought it was a really amazing figure. And of course, you can. there have been reviews of it online, everything else and so on. So anyway, the point is, it's really, really geared for fans of this, you know, like this fan community, which they also have um, an online community called the Cabal, I think it's called, where, you know, where they're like, they're sharing their customs and they're, you know, sharing parts and swaps and things they've created and so on. So that's also a big part of it. I don't know a lot about the Cabal. I'm pretty sure I'm right about what it is. We probably should get Jeremy on the show at some point and he can probably correct everything that I'm saying wrong. Um, which I'm sure he'd be glad to do. Um, uh, what else? Uh, well, I I, I bought uh, a couple of things. I obviously bought the exclusive that had the uh, the, the 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 Cosmic Legion guy in it that we already mentioned. Vol, 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 vol. B, lots of Bs. Uh, I obviously bought that one on Sunday. On Saturday, I bought, there was one Mythic Legion that I hadn't gotten that I wanted to get. They had it, so I bought it, which was cool. Um, uh, sorry, um, Cosmic Legion. I, mean, I did buy 
I did buy a couple of Mythic Legion figures, but on the floor, not from Four Horsemen. Um, because they didn't have them, or I would have bought them from Four Horsemen. I bought them from dealers who were there to sell parts and figures and so on and so forth. So, um, I had no intention of getting involved in customizing and anything else. But as you walk around and you see all these amazing customs, you your brain can't help but start turning. And I have to... I have to acknowledge, oh boy, I hope I have his card. I hope I have his card because I'm going to feel bad if I don't. Um, I bought one custom. One. Only one. And it was from apparently a very well-known customizer um, whose name I'm going to hopefully, if I have it on a card, I do. Otherwise, we might put the we might have to put the, the show on hold and see if well, there's cards from what you call it, from New York Comic Con in here too, um, uh, and and see if I can figure out who that person is. Um, the long and short of it is that this. Um, this this guy and a couple of other guys were sharing table space. All their customs were out. Mind-blowing, mind-blowing stuff. And I I fixated in on one. And I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I know who that is. I know who that, that is. And so I said, whose work is this? I asked, whose work is this? And the guy's like, oh, that's mine. And I said, is that the dude from Brotherhood of the Wolf? And he goes, wow, yeah, that's exactly who that is. Uh, if you've never seen uh, early 2000s French movie called Brotherhood of the Wolf or Le Pac de Lou in French, um, kind of an amazing monster movie with Hong Kong fighting elements in it. I, I don't even know how to describe it. Go watch the trailer. You'll see. Um, the two, kind of the lead guy in it, and his sort of companion or helper or something are two really striking characters. And the main character guy, this customizer had made a figure of that guy. And I said, Oh, Oh, I, I got, I got to have that. And so, because nothing of course was ever made of that character of the you know of the film no merchandise of any kind that i'm aware of anyway um and i was like oh i gotta have that and he told me what the price was and it was so affordable that i bought i even think about it boom not only that i had a probably an hour conversation with him after i bought it about how i now want him to customize the other guy from that movie his companion or, or associate or whatever. I now want him to do that guy also because I feel like I should have them both. Not only that, but I presented him a property that I've never seen uh, customized six inch figures of. And I'm not going to say what that is because anyone watching will be like, Oh damn, I'm going to get in on dude. No, me and the guy whose name I don't remember uh, are going to be the ones to do that. So just because I want one and, and, and their associated characters go with it. Anyway, the point is 
is that it was basically two days of having these kind of conversations with people. And, you know, like there'd be like some parts and there's like, uh, there's a head I thought would go great with, with this customization. And there was this thing and that thing. And, you know, like, and, and, and talking to the, the customizers about their work, talking to the guys producing the product about the product and so on and so on and so on. So sandwich turns up on Sunday. I've already been there a whole day. Sandwich turns up on Sunday. I take sandwich into this room. Sandwich is too is also mind blown. So what what were your uh, reactions and thoughts, sandwich? I mean, so I had way less of a clue uh, than I feel Kev did of what the hell this show would be because I feel like I made it down the first row in about an hour and a half. It felt like. Because you want to stare and look at every single fucking piece, and because it's like, oh wow, that's cool. Oh wow, that's cool. It's you get stuck on every little thing because they're all very personal and like individualized, and it's like something for everyone. And even if it's not for you, it's so cool looking. It's like I got to stop and stare at this for like five minutes at least. I think that's and the get a picture th- of it. That's the. I mean, that's why it's such a slippery slope, right? Every single one of them looks cool. Whether it's in your wheelhouse right. or not, they're all awesome. And oh, then, yeah. you know, but then you get one and you're like, oh, you know, and then you, you know, and then before you know it, you're buying bins. Yeah, seriously. I mean, so thank God. Thank God. Cause that robot one, the one I, I'm talking about, I'm going to send it to Scott later so he can, he can see how cool it is too. If I had the disposable, irresponsible income, I wish I did for that moment, I would have bought on the spot. One even a question. It just looks so cool to me. It's been literally stuck in my brain since then. It was just a cool looking figure. And it's like, the cool thing is too, they're all like individual art pieces. Like a guy, like, yeah, he might have five Smurfs, but you can see the individual care and like time that went into each Smurf. Speaking of which, there was a buff Papa Smurf. Which is one of my favorite pieces. Oh, that one's really fun. Did you did you shoot that? You shot that one, right? I shot that. Yeah. Yeah. We should get these over to Scott so they can go up on social media. I mean, there's so many cool things, and it's like some were definitely inspired by others. Some were just like coming from the brain, and it was just it was a cool experience, and it was also cool, you know, because obviously, you know, it's a cosmic, you know, cosmic. It's all four horsemen stuff, but then there were other figures where it's like, oh. It's cool because they mixed in like, oh, you got like, I took a Marvel's let we we found a guy I got I got a, a figure, it's a Marvel Legends it's the Marvel Select Hulk body. Oh, oh, oh yeah yeah you know yeah 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 let me tell yeah let me tell this one because this one was really this was on really you. interesting on you because because it's such a simple thing and 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 you, and, and you wouldn't even know it because it it just doesn't present that way and what i mean by that is this guy this customizer he took a and i instantly saw this and i was like oh sandwich man you gotta have this one and it was well, it was also great because like you should get the marvel select hulk yeah and you can use yeah. this guy to fight him yeah it was the marvel select in the display so marvel select it was marvel select gladiator hulk right or 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 what's that book war hulk War War Hulk. Hulk. Marvel Select War War Hulk, the the comic book one, not the movie one. And he this guy this customizer had taken the body, got rid of everything. I think he got rid of some stuff on the body, 
Yes. So you just have the box. Do you have that ham? Do you have that nearby? Uh, yes. Hold on. Uh, so he took the body from this, right? And he took, uh, I don't know if that weapon came with the Marvel Select figure or not. We'd have to look that up. But he had a custom head, you know, either made a custom head or he had a custom head. He painted it up to match the green of the body. Oh, good. There he is. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I'm not sure exactly what parts just came with. This definitely was not the weapon he had because in the comic he didn't have it. Okay. What about that shoulder piece? Was that also, was that on? Yes. yes. Okay. So, it, so some pieces he left on, some pieces he added, you know, uh, made and so on and so forth. And look at that wonderful customized figure. Look at that head. Right? Seamlessly on that body. So there you've taken a Marvel Select figure, not 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 too expensive. You've put a custom head, you've painted it up, you've probably given it a better paint job than Marvel Selected, one would hope. Um, weapons and so on and so forth. And and you've made a wonderful customized figure. And it was again, it was so affordable. I actually doubled I I I, I didn't think I heard him right. I thought maybe he thought I said, how much was the head? Because the painted heads, some of the painted heads that I saw in that room were going for as much as Sandwich got this whole figure for. Yeah. And then he goes, no, it's for the whole figure. I'm like, what? And I was like, you got to get it, Sandwich. So that was Sandwich's one custom, right? Did you get, I feel like you got something else. Yes, uh, from... Our good friend over at D thirteen Toys. Oh yes! Oh my God! I'm so I'm so irresponsible. Yeah, D thirteen Toys Biblical Adventures. They had some uh, comics. They had some comic exclusive demons. Sandwiches got one there. It was pink and and white. I think that glows, doesn't it? That they all glow in the. And this one actually glows because I've seen it at night. The other night, I I looked oh, yeah. at my desk and it was glowing. Like oh, I. Didn't know that was there because I saw tiny little wings glowing in my bed. I'm like, that's yeah. Okay, cool. It's a toy, it's a toy, it's a toy. And I got one, I got one that glows blue, I'm pretty sure. The one I got glows blue. And another one also, I think that I don't think the one the, the other one I got was like sparkly. I don't think he glows, but the one I got that I, I really love is one that glows blue. That was pretty amazing. So D13 was there. He had some uh some factory stuff. They're getting closer, biblical adventures getting closer. He had t-shirts. He had stickers, other things. He had these exclusives. Awesome. Our friend Chris uh, Gerwich, uh, that's his line. Uh, uh, he was over there also. Yes, I totally forgot about him when I mentioned companies earlier. So, And he also uh, was part of our New York Comic Con presence this year. So that was a lot of fun, having, uh, uh, having a chance to chat with him, see the updated uh, uh, figures and, and things that he had. Of course, he had... He had Caucasian and African Jesus on display naked with no, he couldn't put a sash on them. They were just standing there, you know, poor Jesus is. Um, since, um, since pervert Ken isn't here, I guess I have to ask, was Jesus anatomically correct? Jesus no, was, was Ken dolled. It was Ken dolled. Okay. Yes. That is one way to put us. Uh, Ken dolled. All right, let's see. I'm looking through my cards here to see. Um, actually, can we put the show on hold for a second? All right.
because I want I want to get this guy's name. I don't want to shortchange him. So let's put the show on hold for one second, okay? Show's on hold. Okay, after that brief hold, it's a guy named Leland. So if you look up Leland, I don't have his card. I had to look up. I looked him up on Venmo because that's how I paid him. Um Leland, uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to give his last name or not. I think he's just known as Leland. So if you look up like four, maybe one of you can uh, Google like four horsemen Leland uh, or, or legions, cosmic or, or, or um, mythic legions Leland, L E I L A N D, I think is how it's spelled. He's the guy that did my custom. I, I, I don't, I know I have somewhere the card. For the guy that did sandwiches custom, but I honestly I don't know. I thought I wrote it down, but I don't think I did. Might have been that guy. Retrospect customs might have been that guy. You can look him up on um, Instagram. Uh, do I'm going to talk about Duarte Studios was also there. Pretty sure Duarte Studios. Um, they were the guys that did those huge dioramas. Uh, uh, dioramas uh, sandwich. Do you remember the really big ones? There's one that was like a uh, like a whole tavern. Yes, fixing scale tavern and some other ones like that. He was there as well. Look that guy up. That guy was great. A um, lot of that stuff also. Um, so what else? Sandwich? Does, what else does you, retrospect uh, customs sound right? I'm seeing some uh, what appears to be uh, monster heads and stuff. Retrospect Customs, I think, is the guy that did sandwiches. Oh, well, that's that's Leland. Oh, Retrospect Customs is Leland? Yeah. Oh, well, there, well, I stand corrected. Oh, yeah, I see it now in the back of the card. That's the guy that did mine. So there you go. So one of these other ones is has got to be sandwiches, but I don't remember which one it is. I apologize to that guy. I'm sure I have it written down somewhere. We'll, we'll get it out there. Um, he actually also has uh, a head that I was looking for again for another, because again, in my time there, which was most of the day on Saturday and part of the day on Sunday, what did we, do we have some, Oh, Sunday we went to the movies. Didn't we do that yes. in the morning or did yes. we go to the con first? So we did then- con two days. I did Saturday and then a little bit on Sunday and we went out to suffering. I mean, suffering, uh, New York, <laughs> Suffering, New York. Yeah, we went to the Lafayette Theater, Sandwich and Me and East Coast Scott. Yes. Yeah. And we went out and saw the original 1933 uh, King Kong, the one with Fay Ray, the one that started it all, the one that inspired Harryhausen uh, uh, to be the uh, the great master of stop motion that he was. Um uh yeah on the big screen what a big yeah. treat that was a great treat no it was because it was we actually looking, really cool too yeah we we were looking i mean it's so 1933 you know a sandwich and i and east coast scott were having laughs at some of the at some of the things that they were like saying and some of the attitudes and things were very they don't age well some of it yeah some of it didn't age well 
like the natives. Didn't oh, age well. Did oh. not well. Um, but that said, it was yeah, it was a really great, it was an enjoyable time. We were kind of surprised too because we were looking at the Lafayette Theater schedule and we weren't seeing any old movies on the schedule. Um, they had the Phantom of the Opera. Uh, with the live organ accompaniment that we had seen last year. And I was kind of like, well, you know, it's a lot of fun, but I, I, I don't know that I want to see it again. I mean, if I was taking somebody who had never seen it before, that would be awesome. Um, but the, um, but the, I, I don't know. I think it was only several days before Legion's con before that weekend um, where I happened to look at the Lafayette, website and found out that they were doing wizard of oz on saturday and king kong on sunday now i've already seen the wizard of oz and again um uh if i was taking somebody to see it who maybe hadn't seen it before and who was available because sandwich was not available um that might have been something to consider um but i was way more jazzed about going to legion's con than it was about seeing wizard of oz so <laughs> Take that, uh, Jeremy from Four Horsemen. That's right. I chose Legion's Con over the 1939 classic on the big screen. Um, uh, but that said, let's let's get back to let's get back to to uh, Legion's Con. Um, one big main room, kind of a smaller side room. I got some really good deals in there uh, mm -hmm. from some toy vendors. Um, not necessarily related to Mythic Legions. Um, I happened to see a guy who he unpacked Life Day Chewbacca. Oh, yeah. The Life Day Chewbacca from the uh, from the the Legacy Collection, which is the four inch stuff. So I bought that because that was the figure I was looking to get. A quick note on and that. There's a documentary about the. Uh the star wars christmas special coming out uh, i think on the yeah. 5th of december so it was yeah it's called there's a disturbance in the force or something right something like that yeah I that's think a so. piece of my need at some point yes that is yeah and of course oh. anything associated with the christmas special i will buy i have the that that boba fett the way he premiered animation that I consider that part of that also. So I bought that. I've, I've always said to myself, if I'm going to collect anyone, star Wars, it's chewy. Um, I don't know why it just makes sense to me that like chewy would be my guy for star Wars. So, so I can see now where I am rubbing off on you. Why is that? Because you're looking within with, you're looking within a wheelhouse to find something to collect. <laughs> if so I ever did it, it would be chewy, is what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I know. Just like, just like I don't collect Star Wars, right? As we know. However, I do collect Admiral Akbar. I do collect uh, uh, Dexter Jetster. And I'd, I'd be amazed if the, either one of you even knows who that is. Um, is I, he one of the Cantina dudes? No, he isn't. Ha ha! He's not a Cantina dude. However, that said, I do collect Figrin Dan and the modal modes. Oh, does you collect this guy? Yeah. Hmm. Do you remember who he is, Scott? 
I don't. I don't. What? What's his name again? Dexter Jetster. Jetster. Or, De- or Dex for short. Dexter. Very Dexter. interesting character. I oh, really yeah. like him. Remember him now? Yeah, he's from the prequel trilogies. He is from the prequel trilogy. Yeah, he owned the he owned the the diner that Obi Wan goes in on Coruscant. Hello there. About to start. Yeah, that Obi Wan. Hello there. So, uh, uh, yeah. So that you know, like there are characters like that 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 I collect. Those those are I've mentioned a couple. So there you go. I actually like Shin Hati from Ahsoka. Uh, I like astromech droids, as we all know. Anybody listening to the show knows that. Um, I'm trying to think I'm forgetting anybody. I don't think I am. I think that's most of them. So yeah, anyway, the point is, yeah, I can see, Sandwich, how I can see the disease progressing. That's that's what I... I need bins. When you say stuff like, if I was ever going to collect, which is like saying... At some point, I will collect Chewbacca from Star Wars. Interesting. Interesting. I, I need more bins. I want to collect toys. I need more bin. I need a storage unit. I need more bins. I need to dream of a display. Do we ever talk about the reoccurring dream on the show? Have I talked about that? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, but okay. I think you should tell the story real quick, and then we can wrap up. Well, I don't want to shortchange Legion's Con. So, Sandwich, any other thoughts on Legion's Con? I mean, it was awesome. I'm glad I, I got to go. It was a great experience. So like I, said, I didn't really know what I was going to be looking at. But, I mean, listen, right. it's incredible to see all the individual work people are doing. You yes. know, because you got to think about it, too. They're all using the same base, a lot of these guys. And it's so cool to see how they take that same base and how they change it to their own thing. There's the one big figure. I think it's like an ogre or something like that or a troll. There's a couple. Yeah, there's a couple. And then way different variations. They all do the same basic character. It's just incredible. If you knew no yeah. better, like yeah, the body looks the same, but it's like, oh my god, it's a whole different piece altogether. It's like a yeah. really cool art show, which was, as a guy who's into that kind of shit, it's like, well, that's fucking awesome. It's always like, yeah. and you could tell, which is another great thing, people really gave a shit about the stuff they're bringing. Yeah, it's not... I'll, I'll say this. It's not super cheap. If you want to get some of these pieces, you're not going to be paying like $20. Rightfully <laughs> so, though, because they're investing a lot of time, yeah. energy, and like literal soul into these I pieces. mean, at the end of the day, it's an original sculpture, right? Yeah. Well, it's, it's certainly what? an original piece when it's all together. Okay. So whether you're 3D sculpting a head or you're hand sculpting, or you're painting, or you're putting this piece with that piece, you're creating an individual customized piece of action figure art at the end of the day. And that has always been amazing. Customizing when done great is always amazing. And this community, I have to say, which I I, I don't know, I don't have the level of skill it takes to join that community in the the actual doing of it since I'm an idea guy and my guy Leland who I'm, I'm saying he's my guy. I'm already like, I'm like at least three projects, four projects deep with him already. You know, that, that we talked about just in the time, just in the first 
hour that I met the guy, I was like, you did this guy. You and I probably think the same. I'm going to show you this other guy. And I showed him. He goes, yeah, I totally want to do that. I'm like, yes. And then, and then I was like, okay, we're, we're on the same page. Beautiful. And so very excited about, uh, about the possibility. So where I don't necessarily, and this is something you could consider as well. Any, anyone listening, you, you, you want to get in there and try to make a custom figure. Awesome. You should totally do it. Go buy some paints, go buy some parts, buy a mythic legions figure or a cosmic legion figure, move bits around and do the thing and all that. Do it all. Try it, do it. And if you like doing it, keep doing it. You're doing them for yourself. You're doing them to share with other people. However you're doing it, do it. Because it's a it's a really great hobby, really worth your time and your effort. That said, maybe you feel like you don't have the artistic skill that some of these guys have. Right? And believe me, if you go to Legion's Con, the bar is high. Yeah. The bar is high. That said, a lot of these guys really interested in making customs. Really interested in making customs for people, maybe based on your ideas. I chatted with Leland. I'm 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 at least a couple of figures deep, or I will be at least a couple of figures deep with him already. You know what I mean? Because in my display, I want to have these characters that have never been done before by any company, and probably are unlikely to be done by any company. So uh, this is the perfect venue for that outlet as well you have ideas you can't pull it off yourself find a guy who can where are you going to find a guy doing really excellent work they're, they're hanging out at legions con they're in the cabal which i'm sure you can google um these are the guys these are the guys that are gonna they're gonna help you out whether you want to do it yourself or whether you want to have it done they're gonna help you out you, i'm you really know, excited I, oh yes i was gonna say yeah. that's that's the thing about about these communities they are very accepting. Hey, you want to get started? Yeah. What, what, well, you know, you want to talk about it? I'll talk to you about it. I'll, I'll, I'll show you what I do. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like, oh, this is a secret. You can't, you can't come do this. You know, they're, they're, yeah. I mean, the people that are gatekeeping, those are the assholes and nobody likes them. But I mean, generally speaking, most people in these kind of communities, they love it and they want to share it and they want to see what other people did. And they're never going to say, oh, you didn't do a good job. They're going to say, that's awesome. Like, no matter what, like, it's the same play. With, oh, yeah. I think it's the same thing with cosplayers, right? You know, like, there are people that are fantastic artists and there are people that throw something together out of their closet and they all get along together and they are all happy for each other to just be sharing the, the, the passion for whatever it is. So I think that that's, that's what you get out of the community of, of this. Yeah. A hundred percent, a hundred percent accurate. I can't wait to attend Legion's con next year. I can't wait to share. I, I don't know if I took a photo of, of him or not. So it may be, little bit of a wait to share my oh although leland at retrospect you can look him up on uh see i can put this up there oh maybe the other side here it's retrospect customs retrospect underscore customs at uh what is that thing called instagram the thing you're on right now kev way to go um you can kind of get that in focus. Retrospect underscore customs. Um, you can you can check Leland out, and he may have a picture of that. He may have a photo of that figure that I bought. He may have it up there. If he does, I'll put it on our. Uh, I'll share it with our um, social media, so you can get a look. Sandwich and I will send a bunch of pictures to Scott. I'm sure Scott can 
figure out how to make some sort of slide show thing so you can get an idea of what um what these figures are uh, like what these artists are creating um few more people to thank uh with regards to legions come we want to thank our buddy george gaspar uh who works over there at the four horsemen uh my personal friend and uh, uh a guy who's known me since i was a teenager um cameron who also works for the four horsemen i won't say his last name because i don't know if i'm allowed to do that um uh, and, and then really all the guys over at Four Horsemen were just terrific. I had a chance to talk with most of them. Um, not to mention the hundred conversations I had about custom figures and this toys and that and this and the other. It was just fantastic. Talked to the AWOC guys for a little while as well because um, they have some things that are interesting. Uh, some other uh, 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 dignitaries as well. Oh, big thanks also to Joe I think it's veterinary, vet, veterinary, veterinary, veterinary. Shoot. See, see if it says who's putting on that con, uh, who puts on Lisa's con. It's our buddy, Joe. He runs, uh, you know, Sandwich, you know him. He runs the, the Wayne show. Yes. I don't know his last know name, him. but I know him. So I, it's Joe V. Let's call him Joe V. We'll call him Joe V. Uh, Joe V puts on an excellent show. If you ever have a chance, I think is New Jersey Collectors Con might be him too. Maybe, Maybe I might be wrong about that. But he does a bunch of show, uh, uh, um, you know, toy shows and things. Legion's Con is one of his excellent shows. Also, didn't mention this earlier. Wish that I had. They had life size versions of Cosmic Legions and Myth Mythic Legions characters like statues, life-size versions. They were also awesome. Uh, they also showed upcoming waves. Uh, we talked about uh, one of the upcoming waves on a previous show. Obviously, the standout character, the bear, um, unbelievable. And and for 85 bucks, absolutely unbelievable. Uh, so definitely check that out. Uh, you can check out the entire current pre-order wave over at store horsemen i don't know how long that wave will be up for pre-order but considering it's not coming until 25 i think the pre-order window will be wide so i guarantee you i'm getting at least two of those bears and i already have a custom idea for one boom <laughs> boom is it uh for our sister site public domainiverse and it's going to be the bear what was it? What was the bear? It was Winnie the Pooh? Winnie the Pooh and Conan riding him. Yeah. Was that? Was that? That's it. Is that the idea that you have? Shut up! Did I ruin now it? I have, shut up! Now I have three ideas. <laughs> shut up! Uh, can you paint this bear yellow? Make him look like he has can a red you shirt. Bear yellow, please. <laughs> Someone will do it. Leland, I'll get Leland to do it because because that guy's work is amazing. Um, that's that. I actually hadn't thought about that, Scott. Thanks. <laughs> now I need three bears. Thanks a lot, Scott. Um, so, uh, and I'll tell you what the other one is. It's very funny. I'll tell you what the other one is off off of the show because I don't want to give it away. Somebody will probably do it before me, but I don't care. You know, like I think it'd be really funny if 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 if, if I can get it done, it'd be funny. Um, anyway, Legion's Con, excellent experience, and I have to say, with one really disheartening and disappointing experience with one person at the con, which I haven't talked about, 
Other than that, it was an absolutely excellent experience. Mind-blowing, excellent experience. I'm involved. I'm, I, I, I'm not going to be making customs because I don't think I have that skill level. But I'm an idea guy. I have a lot of ideas. So I'll be seeking out custom guys to do some, some customs for me. And the caliber that I saw at Legion's Con, I'm going to have no problem not only getting stuff that I am really interested in made, but I'm going to be able to get it done at a high caliber level. Can you guys hear the rain? It's raining really hard now. Yes. Okay, so let's end this program before the rain drowns me out altogether. <laughs> All right, why don't we do the, uh, the socials? Be sure you're following the show on... Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, X, Threads, whatever, all of those things. It's uh, Geeks of TNG. Go check out uh, Public Domainiverse. That's on, I think, I think Instagram um, and Twitter. Uh, you can find me at Piday Scott on X and Piday Scott One on Instagram. And what about you, Sandwich? Uh, you can find me on Instagram and other places at Fat Dumbledore. F A T D O M B L E D O R E. Where, wherever could those other places be, sir? Uh, so I've been enjoying the new season of Fortnite a lot. Um, and then... son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. He, just, he does this to aggravate me. All I want is to play the game with my friend. And this is what he does. They're doing I'm all sad. the old men. I know, I've been playing. I've, I've completed the battle pass and everything. All right, before you guys argue about it too much, Kev, you're starting to fade out. So give your social medias and we can bring this to an end. Geek Stuff TNG. No, is that it? No, PK we... Geek Stuff Big Kev GS. What's what? My social medias. I don't. I have people for that. Big Kev GS is where he plays Fortnite with his friends. Alone. Alone. Alone with his friends, yeah. I know. Fucking I play Oxymore. with the idiot and the asshole. <laughs> And they can fight for who's who. And then the other thing is BK Geek stuff. That's every other social media. Those two, uh, those two descriptives could be of one person, just for the yes. record. And that's it. All right. And we will now remember how to bring the show to a close. And with that, we will bring this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode seven hundred and forty-three. Uh, the one we're calling. Bag of Ash. No. I'm yeah. Not doing bag of Ash. Bag of Ash. That's what we said. Bag count. of Ash. You got outvoted. Oh, I said something earlier that I thought would have been really funny. It wasn't Bag of Ash. Uh, ash Holes. We're not using that one either. That one was. <laughs> bag of Ash Hole. Uh, uh, Combine wow. the bowl. Wow. So what you're saying is each bag has asshole in it, right? <laughs> ash Hole. Ash Hole. Wow. Wow, it's different. I swear. Oh, I swear. I still think, I still think the dice making dice out of Kev's ashes is, is so is fitting. Just, is so morbid. <laughs> I mean, those, you know, those would be the most cursed dice in history if they belong to Sandwich. Th there's an old joke in the board game community that you know, you know the little the little hourglass timer that you get for like some board games. are like just have, put your ashes in one of those, and then your friends can still use you for board game night. Wow. It's not ashes in there, it's sand. I know, but then you could make it with ashes. I don't know. That's weird, man. Yeah. some weird, morbid this, stuff. This is episode 743, Bag of Ash. Uh, uh, no. I think we should just call it Legion's Con. All right. 
are talking about Legion's Con. Legion's Con, parentheses, bag of ash, in parentheses. And hopefully, Scott, lean to the right. Hopefully, we will be back in some sort of format. No, not you, Sandwich. Uh, we will be back in some sort of format next week as the little rascals continue to try and use tape and 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 string to to keep this podcast together. You know, if we were just on YouTube, we wouldn't have these problems. Yep. Scott, you're you're on that. We got to make this happen. No. Soon later. Sandwich is the sandwich is the young. By tech this time, genius. 2024, you got to be at least halfway done. No, I want it sooner than that. He's got enough time to figure it out before the new year. That could Jesus be a thing Christ. this year. Come and on, Scott, Scott. On top of that. <laughs> Scott's got mad skills. All right, come on. We got the second episode we got to record. <laughs> no, we don't. Are you insane? Jeez. This is already a three-hour three-hour experience. I'm starving over here. And with that, folks, we'll bring this episode. Any more show? I'm gonna have to answer to Brittany. Geeks of TNG, the one that Scott will figure out the official title for. No, I already said it. It's Legion's Con. Okay, the one that we didn't call Bag of Ashhole, that we actually called Legion Con. We'll bring it to a close. The way we end some episodes by saying. Good night, Marty Croft. Wherever you are. And on that note, we cue the music. HR Pop and Step. Push your bend when things get rough. HR Pop and Step. Can't do a little cause you can't do enough. Once upon a summer time, just a dream from yesterday. A boy in this magic golden flute. Heard a boat from off the bay. Come and play with me, Jimmy, come and play with me. And I will take you on a trip far across the sea. Now the boat belonged to a cookie or witch who had in mind the flute to snitch. From her broom broom in the sky, she watched her plans materialize. She waved her wand, the beautiful boat was gone. But Puffinstuff was watching too and knew exactly what to do. He saw the witch's boat attack and as the boy was fighting back, he called his rescue racer crew as often they'd rehearsed and off to save the boy they flew. But who would get there first? But, but now the boy had washed ashore, Puff arrived to save the day, which made the witch so mad and sore, she shook her fist and screamed away. HR Puff and Stuff, who's your friend when things get rough? HR Puff and Stuff, can't do a little cause you can't do enough. HR Puff and Stuff, he's your friend when things get rough. Everybody do got
sure hope so. All right, hey. All right, good job, guys. Uh, let's just not come in tomorrow. Let's just take a day. <laughs>